Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, friends. Thanks for coming. Uh, Janine. Janine's on, too. And Cheyenne and Sam, thanks for coming. It's September the 18th, 2015, and we're just uh, talking about common law and... Uh, you know, uh, Sam's got a couple of things on his mind he's talking about, too. You know, how to relate to common law. And, um, you know, I've got some issues I want to talk about a little bit later, too, about Children's Aid Society and how to write letters, uh, rescinding signatures, and uh, how to write letters returning your property. So, anyway, um, thanks for coming, friends. Hey, it wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be so much fun all by myself, so <laughs> thank you. Anyway, Sam, go ahead. You're you're talking about uh, you know a book that you bought. And... I, uh, I I picked up a book, you know, and uh, it was my very first book I ever bought on law. I happened to be at, at Staples, and uh, they have a little tiny book section in the Staples office supply store, you know, and and they, and they always have like uh, kind of legal books on uh, in, in a certain little section in the corner of staples and uh, some of the books they got was on you know how to control rents and then how to get rent from people the rent laws and all that and then they had some other uh, uh books on uh, how to make wills you know like you know, there was a uh, and, and also some other books on uh, on how to be a trustee when somebody dies and then there was this book here the one i picked up and there was only one there and i and i bought the only one and it's called The Canadian Guide to Small Businesses. And it's uh, written mainly by a Canadian lawyer. And uh, and I goes, wow, this would be good. You know, it's a second edition. Uh, the book itself is about 10 years old. But second edition. And uh, I just finished it. Believe it or not, I just finished it uh, about 15 minutes ago. Uh, 300 pages. And uh, But, uh, you know, they because we're in common law, um, this book is mainly for civil uh, administrative admiralty law. And then I thought, geez, this will be interesting. Now, we're into all kinds of different situations, like uh, children's aid uh, problems. Uh, we're into uh, uh, Derek uh, yesterday with municipal laws with his chickens. Uh, we have uh, Cheyenne here with the uh, uh, land foreclosure laws, you know. So, you know, rather than just getting uh, some information on on just uh, overall uh, laws, this book here uh, actually is like coming in through the side door, you know, because it's basically all about small business. So what the heck does small business have to do with, uh, uh, with the CAS, uh, what it has to do with uh, uh, Cheyenne's uh, foreclosure situation there? Uh, has to do with uh, Janine's uh, neighbor, you know, with the dog. So uh, now the very first thing, that first chapter in here, uh, they talk about the philosophy of, of what is a dispute. 
Now, the funny thing is that Carl Lentz also mentioned that. Now, I think uh, he mentioned that, you know, you, uh, law works when there is a dispute. Now, I'm not sure if uh, Carl Lentz used exactly that word or not, but there was a difference, a, an opposite point of view of something. And uh, and then it's, it talks about uh, uh, what a, uh, the philosophy of a dispute. You know, like in your case, Cheyenne, you know, you have a dispute there that that house belongs to you. And these other people are saying, no, 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 it belongs to us. So now, uh, according to uh, civil law, uh, the way they approach it here, it says uh, they use, uh, number one, they, they try to use a lot of common sense. Number two, think and act uh, reasonably about, like both sides are, are using common sense, by the way. Cheyenne is using common sense. Uh, number B, uh, think and act reasonably. So either, either uh, both sides uh, see that law is guided by the intuition attendant to common sense. So uh, guided by intuition, you know, your imagination of what common sense is. And uh, D, uh, the clarity of thought. You know, so you've got to be clear of things, you know. Achieve through reason to arrive at what, taken from the broadest perspective. So you're putting all the different factors and evidence in there. Uh, this is I'm sorry, Sam. Oh. Did you say that A, B, C, and D? Yeah, A, A was common sense, okay? Uh, in, in order to have a, a, a resolution to a dispute, there has to be some common sense. Now, both sides got their own common sense, though. Okay, so common sense. Second one is uh, to think and act reasonably, to be reasonable. You know, look at a little bit about the other side, and because you want to get a, a some kind of, uh, 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 you know, a, an agreement. That's B. Number C. Uh, uh, C is basically they're saying you got to use your imagination, uh, to uh, imagination for for uh, common sense. And then number D is clarity of thought. You got to be clear on what you're thinking about, not exaggerate stuff, and you got to use the facts. And then, and so this is what the what they call uh, uh, a formula of fair and just. Uh, and this is what you get from a fair and just outcome if you use this formula. So, but in in common law, like what we do in common law, we don't look at things in this perspective. We look. We don't look about common sense, or you know, act or who acted reasonably, or you know, imagine common sense. Uh, in common law, we look at. Uh, uh, there's only two types of contracts, or two types of laws in this country, and Carl Carl mentioned it, and uh, and when I read it here on the civil law, it's actually the same in civil law, and the two uh, two laws in the country is the law of someone breaking a contract. That's the number one law. Did, did you get into a contract and did you break it or someone broke it? And that has to do with, uh, you know, all kinds like, you know, when you uh, get pulled over by a cop, he's trying to pull you into a contract, you know, that you made an illegal turn. So you, and then by you giving your license to him and your ownership and, and basically agreeing with him uh, without signing a contract because, uh, uh, consent, verbal consent, that denotes that you got a contract. So that's how the cops get you. You know, you, 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 he didn't get you to sign anything until he gives you the ticket. And then you got to sign for that. You know, then he's got the proof. You know, 
you know, of the uh, of the wrongdoing. So with uh, common law, uh, basically, uh, we're looking at uh, the contract. That's it. And then, of course, they're looking at contract too. So is there a contract that uh, someone broke if you got a business, you know, uh, or somebody uh, is going to uh, build a swimming pool, and, uh, and then after the swimming pool, the, the contractor goes in to pay him to get paid, say, $5,000 to put the swimming pool in there. Well, the, uh, the owner of the house goes, well, no, I, I'm not going to pay you $5,000. Okay, so now uh, there's a contract dispute. So that's a contract dispute too, right? And, and of course, in a contract dispute using common law, what you're looking for is, where's the contract? Show me the contract. Okay, who made up the contract? Okay, that's, that's in, uh, uh, that's in uh, common law. And then the other law is criminal. Criminal law. Now, the criminal law, Carl, Carl Lentz says um, that uh, in criminal law, it's who. Who is the person that will come forward and, uh, and, and testify that uh, I committed a crime? You know, the, the most famous case in, uh, in American history is O.J. Simpson's case. I mean, there was a case there where, where Clark, uh, the attorney... Uh, the Crown Attorney in uh, Los Angeles had a mountain, absolute mountain of evidence against uh, O.J. Simpson. I mean, he, they literally had a, a, a glove uh, that belonged to O.J. Simpson in the, in, uh, in the back of his garage that had his wife's uh, blood on it. You know, <laughs> the wife just died only earlier. So all that evidence, uh, Clark, uh, the Crown Attorney, in Los Angeles, uh, had a mountain of evidence. So uh, now the uh, O.J. Simpson's lawyers, they were working on common law. Now when you analyze it, you actually can see that they were only on common law because in common law, they kept asking, you know, uh, who is going to come up and testify as a third-party witness? Who? 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 And that's the... the, uh, the solution uh, for all criminal cases, whether it's got to do with cocaine or pot or, uh, you know, anything, you know, robbery, person gets charged, you say, well, who? who uh, who's going to testify that I did something wrong? And if there's no one that comes up and testifies that you did something wrong, you get off scot-free. You know, back in the El Capone days, uh, witnesses would never come up because they were too scared. <laughs> they, they thought they would never come down again if they went up. So, uh, but anyways, this uh, this book here on uh, legal uh, Canadian legal guide, uh, it's got nothing to do with anything that we're talking about, but it uh, kind of it had a a perspective about uh, different things. And and when I was reading it, now here's the benefit though. This is the part that's really important is that you've got to have Carl Lentz's common law uh, basic knowledge. You've got to have that knowledge. Okay, so you've got to know how Carl Lentz is, what, what, what the philosophy of common law is. And most of us here actually know that. So when you read an actual civil book, you can see between the lines where they're all screwed up. 
you know, and uh, like for instance, uh, let's see if I turn a couple pages here on some of my notes. Um, yeah, like here for instance, here disputes. Uh, you know, in in uh, in uh, civil law, they uh, again it's, it's similar to what I was saying about O.J. Simpson. Uh, where do the facts? He says accumulate the facts. Here's a lawyer talking to another lawyer, in, in, or you know, a person. Two different people or two different companies are disputing a, a commercial pr- a problem, a swimming pool or a roof on a house or something. And uh, so the person says, "Well, gather the facts. Gather all the facts that support you and all the evidence." So, and then the view rationally and legally is uh, is uh, really in the right. So. I, so now you got to view who rationally and legally was in the right on on the dispute of the problem. You know, did the uh, the person that put the swimming pool did he not uh, finish the pool off properly? Did the contract was not fulfilled, or did the guy was trying to stiffen by giving him a, a, a check that was uh, bounced? You know, he never had the money in the first place. You know, so. Uh, the the evidence what they say here the eventually when you put all the facts on the table somebody uh, sticks out like a sore thumb and it's either the, the plaintiff he's totally wrong or the defendant in civil court he's totally wrong uh, so one of them will actually stick out and then that's where the judge makes his decision you know on on uh, something like that but in uh, common law uh, naturally uh, we don't do that. We don't need any evidence. All that evidence is all bullshit, you know. Uh, that's what Carl says in uh, Bali's case, you know. It doesn't matter whether they committed 15 offenses of the codes and statutes of the of the country. He says, I don't care how many codes and statutes that uh, my, uh, my friend here, Bali, broke. I want to know what one law did he actually break. Tell me one law that all three brothers broke. And no one can come up and tell and swear and testify under oath and affirmation that they broke any laws. So, and as we know in common law, common law trumps civil law. So, uh, since uh, they may have all kinds of evidence that the, the three Bali brothers committed all these uh, uh, all these uh, crimes, 15 of them, and uh, but Carl says, hey, we admit, oh, that's the other thing. It says on here, uh, when you're dealing in civil law, is to admit that you've done something wrong. Because if you go in there, uh, if you go in on a civil matter, and you keep saying you never did anything wrong, everything, you're, you're perfect, and so on and so forth, uh, you're not going to get any brownie points from the judge. So you should actually admit to some of the factual uh, proceedings in a dispute in, in a commercial situation. So in other words, talking about the, uh, the, the person with the pool, you know, the person in the pool might say, yes, I, uh, I was late in putting the pool in, I was supposed to finish it within 30 days and, and end up finishing it in 45 days. And this guy here has got the, you know, uh, telling me that he's not going to pay me because he wanted the pool finished within 30 days. So you have to admit to something. 
So uh, Carl says the same thing. Carl says, admit to all the statutes that uh, you're guilty, 100% guilty. And if there's such a thing as 110%, we're 110% guilty. Sure we are, Judge. We're guilty. We did all those codes. We did them all wrong. We admit and we did all the statutes. We got them all wrong. But can you show me the law, that we, what law we actually broke? Where is the law that we broke? And who, okay, who is going to come up and testify that we broke it? So, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's interesting when you see how the, the two type of uh, uh, laws, uh, civil and common law, they kind of match each other. And, but we know that common law uh, upsurds and trumps uh, civil laws. But here they're talking about admitting to something. Carl Lance is saying, you admit to their, their stuff. So I thought that was pretty common. Or, you know, together, you know. Um, another one is, uh, uh, now in general, if you're determined that the other side, okay, now, if a person is determined that the other side is totally wrong, and the other person is determined on the other side that that you are totally wrong, then how do you come up with the right decision on who's going to win the situation? And... Uh, so uh, according to civil law, uh, each person gathers all the evidence. So one, you know, let's say it's two squirrels. One squirrel will run out and get as many acorns as possible, and he's got maybe a hundred of them. Where the other acorn or the other uh, squirrel is uh, got a dispute, and he's going to gather as many acorns as possible, and he's only got like about twenty. So now, you know, and then when everybody puts all their disputed evidence on the table, the judge, his job is really, really simple when you think about it. And they say, well, you know, judges, you know, they're so smart and all that. No, no, everybody's putting all the acorns on the table, and all he's got is a little calculator. He's going, okay, this squirrel, this uh, this guy's got 100, you know, 150 uh, uh, nuts, and this guy's got 20. Okay, guess who wins? This guy with 150, and that's the end of the situation, you know. But in, but in common law, it's uh, it's not like that at all. It's who, you know, who uh, harmed the other person, who got harmed. Okay, now if a person got harmed, then that's uh, you know that's that's where, and then of course that trumps civil law, you know. Uh, so, anyways, I mean that's just a. Uh, let me see here. Just a kind of a little little preview of uh, some of the stuff I went, went got in here. Um, you know, they uh, they talk about. Of course, when you're talking about lawyers, you're always talking about you know if you're going to sue somebody in civil uh, in a civil manner, your your number one is to figure out how much it's going to cost you to sue the other person, the lawyer's expenses. Also, how much time and energy is going to be involved. In fighting another person, uh, cost, uh, the, the whole outcome to suing somebody may cost you a heck of a lot more than uh, than you can imagine. So what to do is walk away with it, chalk it up to experience, and go on. I think uh, Carl mentioned that a few times. But Sam, yeah. can I interrupt, please, sweetheart? Um, you know, in, you know, in, in common law, like, why would we even think about suing someone like? 
when we talk about suing, okay, we're not talking about making a claim. We're talking about statutory and administrative. Then we're talking about getting lawyers, or we're talking about, you know, uh, playing in their case. So why would we even, you know, think about that? Why why wouldn't we go common law? Uh, number one, there's no statutory of limitations. We can do it whenever. With the, with administration law, you know, you might have two years to do this or three years to do that. Like, why would we even think, um, once knowing common law, why would we even think about suing uh, uh, in comparison to making a claim? Yeah, no, no. Uh, what I'm saying here is that there's a little similarity of what Carl was saying. One, uh, a few times uh, Carl gave the, the person... Uh, that he was talking to, the man that he was talking to on the phone, and he said, well, look, you know, you got a fine of $300. You're concerned about the fine. You want to fight the fine. You know, look, you know, you want to get out easy. I mean, what, do you want to spend the next six months learning common law in order to fight a $300 ticket? You know, the problem is that you don't oh, have $300. Right. So, so Carl Lentz says, you know what, go in the court, Admit to the crime and say, "Look, I'll pay for it at ten dollars. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think thirty thirty dollars a month for the next ten months. Yeah. So you negotiate it. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. where you, if you don't have that extra information that you don't know that you can negotiate. So uh, Carl Lentz says, "Yeah, go ahead, because uh, to learn common law, it's yeah. uh, it takes a long time, and that's what this guy here is saying too here." He said, look, you know, you know, if you're in civil law, you got to think like Carl Lentz, too. You know, because there, you, you, because he, we are our own litigators. In common law, we are, uh, we're, we're, the, we're, we're the litigators of, uh, of law. And we, are, we have the trumps. We have the trump cards. We have all the aces. Yeah, we have to make decisions of which, which way we can go, what, you know, how far up or down the ladder as far as being a man or a woman or whether we've got to play in the statutory or the administrative law, we have to decide, you know, which is going to be the best for us at that moment because if we don't know common law and, and you know, uh, we've we got, we, we got to deal with some issues and we've got to deal with them right away, then we, we just have to do whatever we have to do. Yeah, I can totally understand that, Sam. Yeah. So, no, well, what I'm saying is here. Better than getting drowned, hey? Yeah, no, like, what, what I'm saying is that they're giving advice here, which is similar to Carl. Carl is saying, look, you know, you want to fight a $300 ticket, then just negotiate the monthly payments and pay the fine, okay? Because you don't have enough time and brains to learn it. So now here in, in civil law, they're saying, look, it's going to cost you a, a lawyer's fee of $10,000. You're going to take a lot of time. You know, you, you'll have to go through maybe a half a dozen appeals You'll never get what you want, and in the end, you got nothing. So, in other words, uh, what this uh, this person has wrote my this book here, he says, well, you know what? Forget about it. Don't sue anybody. You know, they're they're using this, you know, sue. So, uh, don't sue anybody and cough it up to experience. And whatever you lost, you lost, and just continue your business or your life, you know. Yeah. But in common law is the same thing, and, and that's what I did with Derek last night. You remember, Sonia, you know, yeah. I mentioned to Derek, I said, look, I says, you, the only thing I could say for you is you need a few months you know, to learn this a little bit more. They're talking about municipal laws. 
okay, which is a different ball of wax. I don't know anything about it. And the blood, what you want to do is stall them. Just go in the court and say that, hey, I want counsel, and you want a six-month remand. And, and that's the same advice. Uh, now, Carl, you know, if Carl was talking to him, um, you know, uh, it looked like uh, Derek did know a little bit of uh, stuff there. Um, Carl probably would have given him, you know, a couple of sentences to, 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 to put on in the way he would have went, you know. But, uh, but Carl's because, not here. Yeah. Not here, right. And I don't know exactly what to tell this person. I don't want to get him into trouble. No, no, we don't. So I'm going, you know what, my friend, you know, just go in there and... Uh, you, just... Yeah, I, I don't mean to interrupt, Sam, sorry. But use the administrative law. Use use what knowledge we have. Use what brains we have to 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 work anything and everything to, to our advantage. Like you say, he can go in there and he can at least put it off for a few months until he can learn something else. So, yeah, use the administrative law to the best of your knowledge when we can. That reminds me of Greg that was on Carl's talk show years ago. He would say, you can go up and down this ladder wherever you want. You know, we can go up almost to God. You know, there's God, there's man. Then you go down the ladder, there's government, and then there's administrative, and then there's blah, blah, blah. So we can we can go up and down this ladder and use this ladder when it, whenever we want in whatever way it's going to benefit us. You know, if, if we need OHIP or, you know, if we need uh, education or if we need, you know, the government or, you know, if we just want to be a man. So, yeah, like you're saying, we can go up and down this ladder and we can use this ladder to our advantage wherever we want and make it make it benefit us. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, 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 you know, the judge wears uh, two hats, right? He wears the judge's hat and he wears the magistrate's hat. So I mean, we uh, we only uh, we we have a hat that's beyond the judge, but you know we uh, but we can actually exactly what you said. You go up the ladder or down the ladder. Uh, you can go in and uh, if you have knowledge of civil law, um, like for instance, uh, I'll give you an example of uh, of, uh, of one that I saw on YouTube. Uh, this cop pulled over uh, this car on this YouTube. Uh, uh, program uh, and uh, the the person that the cop pulled over was a lawyer. <laughs> so the guy, the lawyer, had this all recorded, and he and then when he finished uh, dealing with the cop, he put it on uh, on YouTube. And basically, what he told the cop, he said, "Oh, by the way, he says I'm a lawyer." He gave him the uh, the lawyer gave the cop his business card, show that hey, I'm a lawman. I know what I'm talking about, my friend. You're just a cop. What the heck do you know? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And he, Look, he says, you uh, have timed me to go. How fast did you say? Oh, uh, well, we got you, you know, at 68 miles an hour or whatever it was. I said, well, okay, well, yeah, fine. Uh, if you could show me a certificate that you have in your car right this minute, okay, because you pulled me over and, you, and, and I'm in a hurry. I ain't got time for this nonsense. If you can uh, show me in your car that you got a certificate that's no older than 24 hours old and that proves that the engineer of the city has looked at your uh, your uh, uh, speed meter and, and, and uh, had, uh, had allocated that it's working absolutely perfect to the uh, 1,000 mile an hour, 
If you can prove that to me so you can give me a ticket. If you don't have that certificate, adios, my friend. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. You see, so now here is a here is a, a lawyer who basically uh, was telling the guy, you know, that he said, first of all, I got authority. He basically took over. You know, in other words, the contract became his contract. Because he, he he knew that part of the law. He knew that in, in law. You see, yeah. so he knows that there's only two types of disputes. There's only contract dispute or criminal dispute. So this is no criminal case. This is a contract thing because the cop is going to try and contract him to give him a fine. He can't give him a fine unless he uh, the cop contracts with him. So the lawyer turns around and goes, oh, no, no, you're not going to contract with me, buddy. First of all, I'm not your average uh, uh, driver. Of course, he, he goes by driver. And uh, I'm a lawyer. Here's my business card. Here's my name. And... You better have a certificate in your in your car, in your trunk, or in your glove compartment that's no no older than 24 hours. That uh, that your meter is uh, within one thousandth of a degree of uh, uh, of uh, of a mile off. Because your equi- that your equipment's working properly. Working properly. You said it's 68 miles an hour. Yeah, but point what? <laughs> you know, like what point is it? It better be. Within uh, zero sixty-eight point zero 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 zero. Okay, if you can't show me that sixty-eight point zero zero zero, adios, my friend. I gotta go. I gotta, you know, he was in a hurry to go. So, in other words, uh, he broke the contract. The lawyer broke the contract with him and said, "Hey, you don't have no contract with me, buddy. You don't have, uh, you, you you don't have the goods." It's like the guy that builds a swimming pool. He didn't build it right. You know, and, then, and the guy doesn't want to pay him. So here's that lawyer is saying, no, no, you've got a broken down uh, machine here that's got 68.4539. No, 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 no. It's got to be 68.0000. Otherwise, and it's got to be 24-hour certificate. You don't have a certificate? You know, I, I don't have it. Well, when's the last time you had a check? I don't know, two months ago. Two months ago. Well, I was supposed to have one within 24 hours. Otherwise, your machine is, is not valid. So, you know, you see the the contract. Um, is that right, Sam? Is that right? It has to, the that it has to show that, 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 that speedometer or that, you know, that speed, that thing, that machine that registers speed, it has to be serviced within 24 hours to be proven correct. I think every community, it might be different, you know, it might be, uh, you know, 48 hours or, you know, whatever, you know, but it's, it, it you know, it has to be within a, a reasonable, you know, are they always using reasonable? Well, they have to have maintenance, too. They have to be maintained also. So this is where, excuse me for interrupting, but good point, good point, Sam, because um, this is where it is knowledgeable, like you say, to know your enemy, uh, to to know um, the, the statutory and to know the, um, to know the administrative law, because you can say these things to them. You can say, well, oh, but... Well, by your law, should you be doing this? You know, and then you you put them on the spot and say, you know, should you know, can you do this? Um, I had a cop one time. If if you don't mind me interrupting, just tell you a little story that I went through one time. I went through a yellow light, and it was kind of a wet, wet, kind of a um, almost evening supper time. I went through a yellow light, and 
and it was kind of wet, and, I, and I, it was a judgment call. I w- wasn't really sure whether I should stop or not, but th- then I thought I better go through because it was kind of wet and it was kind of slippery. So I went through it, and um, th- this cop was right there on the corner. He was on the other side there, you know, at a red light. And I thought, oh, boy, here I go. So anyway, he swings around the corner, and he, and he pulls me over and um, um, asked me for all my credentials and everything. So I gave him all my credentials. But apparently his computers weren't working, okay? Now, I was driving at that time. I didn't have any insurance. But his, he, I didn't know his computers weren't working. Anyway, he comes back. He gives me a little ticket. You know, I said, look, it was just a judgment call. You know, I, I, I just, you know, it was a judgment call. I, I felt that it wasn't safe to slam on my brakes and that I should go through it. He said, well, as far as I'm concerned, it was a bad judgment call. You know, he wasn't very nice at all. And I thought, okay, well, anyway, so I got a ticket. The next day, he comes into my backyard. He comes back and, Sonia Patterson? I said, Yeah. He says, "Oh, I've got to give you a, a ticket here because you have no you had no insurance when I stopped you." And he came back into my backyard, and I said to him, "Is it well? I didn't know nothing. I didn't know anything about Kamala." I said, "Is this legal?" <laughs> and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is legal." So he came into my backyard the next day because his computers weren't working properly. He couldn't tell that whether I had insurance or not. He came back into my 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 yard the next day, and he actually fined me for that also. So, I mean, this this is where, you know, I believe, yeah, it is nice to know, and we do hear of Carl talking about acts and statues and, you know, uh, whatever. You know, he talks about these things, and he says, check it out yourself, check it out yourself, check it out yourself. I've got things through email that Carl says to me and others, check it out yourself. And, uh, yeah, so we do need to know you know, what's going on around us. You know, we we do need to know statutory and administrative laws in order to be able to say, well, you know, uh, no, even in your law, this is not right. So, no, you you can't do this in my law. It's not right. But even in your law, it's not right, buddy. So, uh, you know, I I will be making a claim here. Um, What you're doing is is wrong in your law, in, 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 you know, your game. So I, yeah, no, I. Anyway, I just another those couple of stories. Yeah, that's that's a good story. Um, so um, you know, but anyways, another one is, uh, uh, you know, uh, an officer has to have to be in full uniform and and ready to work. An an officer on a daily basis has to have three items with him at all times. And then he is working on his beat, and he can perform as a peace officer or, or a code breaker or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But, and the three things that every officer has to have right across Canada, United States, you know, Australia, is that they have to have, they have to be in uniform. That's number one. Well, number what about these undercover cops? Uh, hang on. It's, uh, <laughs> number two. Yeah, I, I don't know undercover cops, you know. But anyway, number two. Um, you have to have a badge have to show you a badge or give you a, you know, show, you know, have a badge on his chest, you know. Mm-hmm. And the third thing that all police officers have to have in their pockets is a business card. Yeah. And they and their badge number and everything. And if they don't have their business card, they're called 
They're out of uniform. Now, being out of uniform means that they're just like you and I. They are not uh, police officers. They are just ordinary laymen. They are persons. They are civilians themselves. They're not police officers. They don't have the third item, the business card. So uh, if a policeman pulls uh, pulls you over, and, uh, and he says, "Well, you know, I like to have your, uh, you know, your ownership, uh, driver's license, and your insurance," you say, "Not a problem, officer. Uh, I see uh, you have a badge there. You're, uh, and what what is your name, John? Oh, okay, and you got your uniform on. Uh, it's kind of messy, but." Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, oh, by the way, I give you all my paper. Can you do me a favor? Uh, do you have a business card? I, I appreciate a business card. And the guy says, no, no. He says, I'm sorry, I don't have any business card. Well, I'll take my papers back then because uh, if I, you can't give me your papers, I can't give you my papers because you're out of uniform. And uh, I study law, and uh, you're uh, you're out of uniform. You're a civilian. You're a citizen. You're a person right now. You're not a peace officer, and you're not allowed to give anybody any tickets um, you know, unless you go all the way back home again and get your business cards and come back here. By that time, I'll be gone. Is that right, Sam? Because I didn't know that. I've I've ran into uh, peace officers that have not had business cards. You know, I I don't think it's a common practice for for men and women to ask for them. So I have found that when I've asked for them. Some have not had them, and yeah. uh, they'll just give you the name and number, and you put it on a piece of paper. But yeah. uh, I, I found some that have not had them. So well, these, are, these are three c- credentials that you're saying. Could you? Be- yeah, you, you need all three. Yeah, a police officer. You got to. You got to have all three. Could you repeat those credentials, please, again, Sam? Well, every every police officer, okay, you know, uh, in order they swear to uphold the peace. And and they are obligated uh, in their duty that they have to wear a uniform to show that they're a policeman and not a mailman. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the other thing is they have to have a badge to signify that they do have, uh, they have belong to the police force. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's their rules. They have to have yeah. a badge, they have to have a uniform, and they have to have business cards. They have to be able to identify themselves if somebody requested. So they have to have a business card. In their statues. Because, you see, anybody can actually go out and buy a uniform. You know, you know, oh. you got Halloween, people buy a uniform, right? And you go to the dollar store, and you can buy a police badge uh, made out of plastic that looks like real, and you put it on, and you can go on and pretend that you're a policeman. Yeah, we could. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Any, anybody can get one. Eh? But and anybody, then, anybody can get uh, a badge too. But I, I guess at least if you want to call, you know, nine one one, or if you want to, you know, whatever, you could say, okay, I've got this man here that claims to be, uh, you know, a peace officer, and he's in the uniform. His badge number's this, and I have a business card that says this. Then you could find out real quick, you know, whether he's. Uh, you know, um, a real peace officer or whether he's, uh, you know, a clown that's uh, trying to rape you sort of thing, you know. Yeah, well, contract with you, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the uh, the third thing is the, the business card. You know, the business card will show, you know, where he works for, his name, you know, his phone numbers and, you know, his designation, what he's, uh, you know, what, what type of peace officer. Now, 
see, the thing is, is that uh, that gives the uh, uh, the person driving the car. Naturally, I'm talking civil here. The person driving the car a chance that well, you know, he's got all three. He got three three different identifications. Yeah, I guess he's a cop. Okay, what does he want? Okay, but if he doesn't have, um, you know, literally he's pulled you over as a, a civilian, which means that is against the law. You know, he's uh, you know a person can't just pull over anybody because they feel like it, and uh, so that's uh, trespassing on somebody's uh, in, you know on their property, and they're, they're liable. Uh, for uh, for breach breach of trespassing, uh, the police officer is. So uh, now, if you had to go to court, and now the, oh the other thing is that the police, if you took him to court, uh, he'll say, well, no, I had my card and I gave him the card, but he refused it. Whatever, you know, he might lie in court, but uh, what they're always saying is to make sure you got a camera. Yeah, yeah. Make sure, you always have a camera in your car, and you always have. A uh, what do you call uh, a video, uh, an audio recorder? A recorder. You know, you got to have a recorder. Okay, so now the, your recorder and your uh, your uh, your uh, video is your witness, is your third party witness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that he admitted that he didn't have a business card. And you can tell him, look, officer, uh, I got my car is equipped with uh, video and audio. You don't have a business card. I'm sorry if we went to court, um, I would not have to uh, pay this ticket that you're thinking on giving me, and uh, and you're not even allowed to uh, pull me over, uh, so therefore I I don't exist, you know, I don't exist on anybody's screen because you're not really allowed to pull me over. Now you know if you, you know when you you you, you the person says hey I study law you know I study my rights or whatever it is and to kind of give the uh, police officer a little bit. It's like that lawyer. He said, I'm a lawyer. Here's my business card. Don't talk to me. You're just a lonely policeman. I'm a big shot lawyer. I make millions of dollars. And your meter stinks. I'm gone. <laughs> so, you know, like, uh, you, you got to kind of show a little bit of power when you talk to people. Sometimes you can say, I'm a student of law, student of my rights. Mm-hmm. And, why I got my camera in my car, I got my video, just for this particular situation here, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to be party to, uh, you know, getting hurt, so I want to have a witness here, and my camera is my witness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there's, another, there's another statutory, you know, that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about a statutory way of breaking... Mm-hmm. Uh, the statutory laws, you know. But, uh, I mean, the whole thing is like you were saying, Sonia, you know, is that uh, you have to know your enemy. And that's why I bought this book on civil laws. Yeah, we do, you know, because, you know, this is the wonderful thing about Carl, right? Like he spent, what, uh, five years, you know, well, it, it took him eight years to get his little little baby back, his little boy, you know, and he spent, you know, at least you know, who knows how many years exactly uh, studying, studying, you know, civil administrative, uh, statutory, uh, all these. He knows it all, and so he studied this, and you know, it's, it's uh, 
love Carl dearly, but he says, oh, you don't need to know all that stuff. But really, yeah, we, you know, think about it. Um, if we don't know what we're up against, we, we don't know how to deal with it. We we can't just go rhyming off, um, you know, sometimes calm along. We don't even know what we're doing. So we do have to know a little bit about, you know, um, you know what's going on in the world in, in order to deal with it before we get full-fledged calm along like Carl did. Now, I don't know exactly... In my understanding, Sonia, he did that because he believes that, you know, through their statutes or codes, I could be wrong, but, um, you know... Um, through their statutes or codes or something, that there would be a way to to deal with the issue. Yeah. And he kept losing because he couldn't find one. Um, and um, yeah, it wasn't until probably you know maybe when the judge said, "When you learn to be a man, you won't want when everything." And he and he said it. You know, he actually took offence to that. <laughs> but when he realised what it was, yeah. that's when he realised. You know, that's when he went common law. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. No, uh, no, that, I, I, that's I my understanding of it. Uh, because he learnt what, what you know, in my in my understanding, he said he spent three years learning all those codes, mm-hmm. learning all those statutes, and yet in court they didn't mean a thing because it's their language. Yeah. Oh, I, and I, even if you go pro se, you'll never ever win, not in their language, because yeah. that's that's their system. You know, we have our own system, which is common law, and we don't understand their system. But I guess we should take t- the time to understand our system, because that is not what we are learning. We have no idea about the. Um, the the system and how powerful our system is. We've never been taught. Well, great point, Janine. Thank you so much. You know that is a good point. You know, because I was getting off into the drift. Okay, we, we you know maybe we need to learn this thing. But like you say, whether it be you know God's law or or common law or whatever, if we can get to learn God's law and common law so faithfully, so strong that uh, we that we can just say to them. I am sorry, like Carl says, I do not understand Chinese, Japanese, you know, uh, uh, whatever. I, I just don't understand that language. So, you know, you, you're going to have to uh, jump over to my side of the fence here because I... I like an yeah. idiot. Yeah. But I can, I can understand where Sam is coming from, understand their system. See, yeah, no, and once... And Carl, Carl, you know, Carl, in trying to... Um, understand their system and win on their side of the court. By the time he under, by the time he realised it wasn't working, and then he took the time to learn the common law, and the common law side, you know, well he knew how they were going to come at him. That's the thing oh, yeah, because yeah. he knew their statutes, he knew their codes, he knew because that's what they go under. So he knew how they were going to come at him. Yeah. You know, because that's when he steps up and he goes, look, you know, the judge is going to hit deny. And he says that to uh, Jesse in the very first case. He said, you're going to write this and this and this. And you know what? The, and they love writing denied. So the judge is going to, this is what he's going to do, you know, because that's what they do. And he said, so if they do this, you just write. And if you deny my claim, blah, 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 blah. You know, 
so then the judge can't write denied because he's already he's already aced it from that from that point of view. So the judge knows that if he if he just writes denied, he's going to be held liable. You know, so Carl's just aced him by by even writing that sort of stuff. This is this is where Carl's knowledge is very handy because he knows their system. So I can understand, you know, what Sam is saying, and and, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, uh, here's another very important point. Uh, this this one here kind of grabbed me. Now this is uh, in civil, okay, and this is letter writing. You know, we talked about letter writing, right? You know, you, you know, uh, you know, uh, Janine, uh, you're you're writing letters to the uh, for your dispute, okay? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the third letter I wrote. Um, letters, uh, in yeah, the, in, the third letter yeah. I wrote. The guy wrote back saying that he didn't receive it. It was a registered letter and it was signed. And I, but the funny thing is, the signature on the letters is different from the signature on the registered post. Whoever signed it is, I don't know whether, uh, yeah, it's, the S looks the same, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah, and in his letter he said, I haven't received a response from you to settle this, and I, I have, I sent the third letter, so that's, that's a straight out lie for a start, but, you know, but, um, I spoke to what's name yesterday, Gus yesterday, and he said, give him the benefit of the doubt, someone else could have signed it, Someone else could have thrown it out the window. You don't know. So send another letter. And the registered letter I've got to send now, I've got to address it man-to-man or person-to-person, which is why I have to, yeah, and that costs more because anybody can sign for a registered letter apparently from that address. Well, over here they can. (laughs) Yeah, that's an ongoing saga there. You you got your hands full. Yeah, but, 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 but I'm learning. You know what I mean? I'm learning. Wow, okay, I sent a registered letter in the understanding that it could only be gone person to person and they go, no, you know, it can't be, you know, anybody from that address can sign it. So I'm learning. So then if someone has problems like this in the future, I can turn around and say, look, when you send a registered letter, make sure you send it person to person so only that person can receive it. You know, so it's it's all about learning, not only for our sake, but to help our fellow men. Sure. I mean, you can actually walk over and give it to him and have a camera so you can see that he's got it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, this is something uh, that uh, came out here because uh, we've been talking about letter writing and Tanya wants to start, uh, uh, you know, the program of uh, letter writing also. But this one here, this is uh, quite interesting, and I uh, this was uh, something that I thought maybe I'm going to use now uh, in common law because they're using this in civil law. And I thought, you know what, this might be a good point. Now, get this. This, uh, this is a lawyer that wrote this book. Uh, as I said, it's a Canadian guide, a uh, Canadian legal guide, you know, to small businesses. And uh, this is, uh, he's talking about a dispute here, and uh, we're writing a letter. Now, um, so, first of all, he, he's saying, uh, this is a lawyer talking, uh, that together all your facts and evidence, you know, make sure you got all the, you know, that your facts and evidence show that, uh, you know, the other person is in the wrong, you know. Now, this is, in regarding to the letter writing, now contact the other person. Okay, now, uh, contact by sending a letter. 
So you send a letter, but in the letter, here's, here's the whole thing. Show that you mean business. Okay? Don't send a friendly letter. Show that you mean business. And sometimes, uh, and then sometimes it's possible when you make your demand, uh, you know, uh, here they, they use the word demand in civil law, uh, and, and, and in the first letter, uh, you, you might even get uh, what you want, in, in, uh, your, uh, your outcome, your dispute. So he says, make the, make the letter uh, strong enough to show that you mean business. That's number one. Um, and, uh, and, and write in your first letter. Now, that's uh, now the other part. Uh, that's number one and two there. Number three, unless the demand is met by... Uh, now, here it is here. Not only are you asking, you know, uh, for someone to either cease and desist, whatever it is, uh, you got you got to put down a time. Unless the demand is met by a certain date, you will take all actions necessary to enforce your legal rights. So now you're giving the person uh, that you're talking to, whether it's a a man or uh, an agency or or uh, an agent or a cop or an attorney or someone, the income tax office, you're giving them a demand for them to respond to you by a certain date. You will take, uh, you, you will take all actions if they don't respond by that certain date. You will enforce it. And then number four, including bringing action, a legal claim against you without further notice. So in other words, they're, uh, you know how we're talking about threatening? Yeah. You know, some of the stuff. So now what they're saying here is that in a way they're, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're borderline threatening, I guess, really. In other words, make the letter that you're making, your first letter, and all three letters got to be one as strong as the other or, or one better than the other, but every one of them have to be, you mean business. No messing around here. You mean business. Okay, that's number one. Number two, put a date on there. You want action by this date. Otherwise, you know, it says unless the demand is met by a certain date, you will take all actions necessary to enforce your legal rights. <laughs> now, that, that comes right out of a uh, civil civil law book. That sounds, uh, that sounds equivalent to common law. Well, so, yeah, it makes sense, too. That's you know, you yeah. about it. By a certain date. You will, t- uh, you, you will take all actions. I will take, man, I, man, will take all actions necessary to enforce uh, I, man's legal rights. You see, like it, it will be written just a wee bit different. And, uh, and then, uh, then number, the last one, including bringing action, a legal claim against you. Okay, then, uh, of course, uh, uh, and this includes, okay, the, you, you, this goes on. This includes uh, action. Now, this includes bringing action and legal action. Okay, here we go. In common law, you would say something pretty close to the same thing. Okay, uh, this is like one whole letter, really. You know, necessary to enforce my legal rights, including bringing action and legal claim against you without further notice. I, without further notice. Like you, you know, in other words, you're leaving it open that you may not even send him a second letter. Okay, uh, you're 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 saying that 
this this letter is strong enough and uh, means business enough uh, in pertaining to the dispute that you have in uh, common law that uh, we should settle our uh, our disputes uh, with this one letter if, if you make it strong enough. And you uh, you insinuate here that you've got to use uh, the necessary actions to enforce your legal rights. Actually, in our in our case, it would be lawful rights. We wouldn't use legal rights, right? Because we, we we don't use codes in uh, statutes. No, no, Com- common law. Yeah, yeah. We use common law. You, you change that word to uh, lawful or. Uh, uh, yeah, you could. Uh, lawful rights, and then of course the last part here: bringing all actions, a legal claim against uh, a legal. A lawful claim. Uh, of course, we don't use lawful claim. We use, uh, you know, a compensation, a claim of compensation against you, without further notice. In other words, warning: there might not be any more notices, my friend. You better get your ass moving. Yeah, yeah. It says here, note, and very important. In effect, here's uh, here's the part that uh, the lawyer here underlined. He says, note, important. And this goes for both common law and civil law. He says, in effect, you are saying that if the other person fails to comply with your requirements, you may sue that other person. You see, without actually saying that you're going to sue them, even in civil court, uh, in civil letters, they are borderline threatening. So again, if I okay. repeat, my- I, I see I see what you're saying, Sam. Because I, if I can interrupt and and, and just add to what you're saying, Sam, to agree. Um, I know uh, there's a lot of controversy, you know, in our in our common law talk shows sometimes about what's what's threatening and what's extortion and and you know what we you know should or shouldn't be doing, but. Yeah, when when you look at it in a civil way too, you know, like, you know, well, we get a bill, you know, you get a hydro bill or you get a you know, any any type of bill or whatever. They threaten you. They're going to charge you, you know, so much percentage, you know, if you if you're late in your payment, you know, it doesn't have to be threatening in in a, in a way that they're screaming and yelling and going to cut your head off, you know. It, it you know it depends how a person takes it. But no, I see exactly what you're saying. So even in the civil law and administrative law, you know, you say, look, um, you know, Sam, you owe me ten bucks, you know, and I can't really afford it, and it's really causing me harm, you know. If you can't pay it within in in one month, it's going to cause me harm. I actually need fifteen because I could have paid off a debt, and now I'm being charged, you know, uh, an extra five dollars for it. So I I need to be charging you interest for that. So yeah, we 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 can wheel and deal, you know, just as well as anybody else. So it doesn't have to be threatening or extortion, just because you're going to set a fee for your, you know, for your for your services or uh, whatever. Yeah, no, I I hear you. I hear what you're saying, Sam. I do. Yeah, and it's uh, kind of eye-opening when I read that. You know, I go, whoa, because Carl never really put it in, in this way. Yet uh, this letter writing uh, actually uh, is both for civil and common law. 
uh, only thing is we use different words. I mean, we put in the, you know, instead of legal, we put down lawful. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, legal. So, you know, so you, but the, the gist of it is that uh, you got a date. You, you put a date uh, on here that uh, they have to, you're demanding something by a certain date. Now, usually in our, in common law, you use the word forthwith. That means as soon as possible, really. Yes, yes, it does. So, but you can actually put an actual date in there. You know, uh, maybe uh, psychologically, maybe instead of saying forthwith, mm. uh, they go forthwith. Well, it depends so, on, on what the issue is, too, yeah. So you're going, you're talking to CAS, you know, and you you know, you want your children, your your property back. And today is a Monday. You can I, ten, I, you, I, you I, give them, yeah, four days, oh. five days, whatever you, whatever you wish, yeah. But or, you know, or you start charging, you know, a, a compensation, you know, you, yeah. Well, here's another, here's another thing to talk about compensation, okay? Now, it's a general rule. Okay, now get this, general rule means the law as well as civil. It's a general rule that when you uh, when you uh, when you make a claim for compensation, the the compensation starts from the the money that's coming to you doesn't come from the minute that you got this lawsuit there. No, no, it starts from the first time that the children's aid came to your house and started, you know, uh, trespassing. So if that was six months ago. That's when your compensation starts. Mm. You've trespassed upon my property as of such. Yeah, it, it's like uh, this this friend we have, Derek. Like they trespassed on his property, and he's got the specific date just because he's sending a letter, letter to them now and saying, look, I, I, I require that you quit trespassing on my property. means that they've already trespassed like, you know, six months ago or two years ago or whatever. So if you don't quit doing it, then I'm going to make a claim. And, you know, unfortunately, you're the one that's going to have a problem because you've been trespassing for two years. <laughs> yeah. Right? Barry, getting... give him some nice information. My phone died. I couldn't I couldn't stay on anymore. Yeah, I know. We lost you there. Yes, I noticed that, Sam. I thought, okay, Sam's gone two hours up. Um, so what are we now? It's 7 o'clock. I started the show. Uh, it's eight twenty. So Sam, you've got uh, yeah. Is anyone else? Um, uh, sorry, Sam. Uh, Sam, I know you could go on for um, uh, how many? How many hours are in a week? Many. <laughs> I know, Sam. You could talk for a week. So just give me one moment to see if there's any, if there's anyone that has anything that they specifically would like to talk love listening to you sam and i'm i'm so happy and i love you i'm so happy to have you here because i'll tell you you keep a conversation going and you've always got something really interesting to talk about you know and and sensible stuff to talk about and it's not meaningless that's for sure and anybody that doesn't want to be here well uh, they're losing out but is there anyone that has anything to um (laughs) guess five says who created time what I meant by that guess five, I mean Sam, I I don't know, you know, he's um he he's in um, the mature generation and I'm telling you, I don't know too many uh younger generation that keep up with him. <laughs> Who created time, what I meant by that was uh yeah, okay, um Sam could keep going. 
Has anyone got anything particular that they 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 need to to discuss? You know, where um, uh, any issues or anything? I did invite a lot of friends. I invited actually the the friend from Hall- Halliburton, Ontario, here that is having problems with the municipality, and they want him to get rid of his chickens. Oh, I can't believe it. And uh, but anyway, he didn't make it tonight. So uh, anyway, maybe another night. There is a, um, regarding the chickens, there is something uh, where Carl helped out a case with someone with his birds. Yeah, there was one in Toronto, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, and that is on one of those um, um, Craig Lynch YouTube clips. Um, And it would have to be in the first first lot. Sorry, Sam. That was the lion safari. Where the where the Quebec government stole uh, this guy's a uh, whole bunch of his birds, and uh, he was fighting to get him back, and Carl got him back for him. Yeah, yeah. Carl well, said that... they, weren't, they weren't birds. He told the judge they're they, they're not birds. They're his property. Give him his property, and the judge turned around and within two seconds gave him his property back. <laughs> That's all fast. Okay, well, if you know the story, would you like to relate that then, please? No, it's the same story. I, I was right? just, I was just mentioning it as, uh, I was just mentioning it on the, on the, um, um, that if you want to go and listen to that, it, it, it may help that man get some pointers as to what, to, what to write. Yeah, that's a good one. What happened to Cheyenne? I don't know. Look here. Uh, Cheyenne's, uh, she just uh, put a comment a little while ago. Uh, Cheyenne's here. She's just not on five minutes. Yeah, she's on computer. She might be resting and just listening. She made a comment about to 8.19, so... She's, she's, uh, she's one of the geniuses on uh, on foreclosures, uh, guys uh, and girls. Yeah, she's got a lot of secrets uh, in her uh, backpack, and uh, she is uh, fighting. And you know, me being in real estate for twenty five years uh, here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, um, and uh, and I I I know quite a bit about mortgaging. But I, I only know a fraction of what Cheyenne's doing. Holy mackerel. So, uh, but uh, yeah, she's got all these notices. You know, she knows uh, when and how to put them together. And then uh, keeping the, the wolf uh, away from the uh, chicken coop, you know. So, uh, yeah, one of these days, uh, once she gets this resolved, uh, it would be really nice to have, uh, you know, <laughs> a real good talk. With Cheyenne about how she's doing some of this stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cheyenne's got so much, so much information built, and and she's she's so humble, and uh, she's just trying to get it get it together. And once she gets it down, like she's going to be the queen of this issue, I'll tell you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, Cheyenne. Geez, I, you know, I, I wish there was more. You know, it's a shame that in this world. 
this whole sickening world is all about money. You know, that's all it is, is money. You know, I, I would have loved to have went to visit Cheyenne and sat on her her front lawn with her when these when these men and women come up and says, yeah, well, you know, we're coming in and we're, you know, we're, you, you've got to leave your place or whatever. You know, I, I would love to, to be able to spend a, a, you know, a month down there hanging out with her and, and stuff, you know, but it, it's all money, eh? You know, I don't have a passport. I've never been out of Canada. I, you know, you got to have passports. You know, it's a shame that this world is the way it is. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so happy I believe in God. And, and things are going to change, but, um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's not It's not easy. No, hey, look, look, whatever, whatever Cheyenne has learned, she has paid the price of all mm. that knowledge, let me tell you. I have heard her on here, and at times she can hardly speak because of the injustice of it all, you know. And it's a, it's 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 not easy, you know. And it does that. What what they're doing takes away your health. Ah, uh, oh, wow. it's um, yeah. So uh, you know, thank God, thank God for Carl. That's that's all I can say. Yeah, you know, when you think about how many lawyers there are, you know, in Canada, United States, Australia, you know, uh, like there's got to be millions of lawyers. And then... Uh, uh, okay, uh, there you go. Birds of Prey restored. Uh, Guest five has put it up. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, it's... Uh, look, the stress got to Cheyenne over this. Stress is getting to me, you know. Um, you know, Carl. You know, my gosh, he's uh, he's a real king, isn't he? Because he just he just wouldn't. He just went. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lay down and take this. I'm just gonna do whatever I can. And he just kept plowing through and plowing through and plowing through. You know, us women, they affect us more emotionally, so our emotions get more involved. Than, than a man um, and that's that's why it's good if you can have a, a male sort of with you to you know get you out of that emotional stuff that us women seem to get into at times yeah you know uh, Carl Lentz uh, like he's he's quite a man actually because uh, he could have actually he's a man he's a hero he's my hero yeah, he could have taken, uh, in the, one of his shows, he mentioned that when he won his case about his, his child, the crown attorney said, uh, we'll give you one and a half million dollars in, you know, uh, as compensation or claim or whatever it is that they call it. And uh, Carl said, uh, well, uh, that's fine. Uh, let me think about it. And I'll get back to you uh, to find out what I think, uh, you know, my compensation should be. And he discussed it with his mother, and he discussed it with his sister, and they were hitting him over the head with every book he's got in his uh, law shelf, and uh, to take the money and run, and uh, you know, and you'll be a millionaire. And after he thought about it, uh, he thought quite deeply about it, and he said, "No, I'm not taking the money. I'm going to do what I'm going to do." And uh, you know, he said, "You only live once." This is the way uh, kind of paraphrasing what he was saying. He, you only live once, you know. Yeah, you can make a million dollars, but when you're dead, you're dead. Your money doesn't come with you, and you may spend it. You 
But he says, but he says, if I do things the way I want to do it, uh, that legacy will 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 be here when I'm dead. And so that's no, what he. Th- yeah, he didn't say no, did he, Sam? He said, thank you for your offer of such and such, but this does not negate the fact that there is an outstanding debt remaining or between us or something like that. Yeah. Which means he can still accept, but also at the same... Because he's not saying no. Did he? Yeah, 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 he could. Oh, yes, I am. You sound like you're, like, breaking up or something. That's your sweet accent. We're all breaking up when uh, Janine talks. <laughs> oh, she has such a sweet voice, but no, it sounded like she had, she had like a kind of like an echo or something. But I just wanted to add on. Please don't add me to your comments. I'm just throwing out different things. I'm trying to throw out different things that work and don't work. I'm trying to save two homes. And I won't throw anything out until I know it works. Yeah, that's good. Well, Cheyenne, a little bit of praise. We know none of us are perfect. We don't know nothing. We know zero. We 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 absolutely know nothing. We all say that about everything, all the knowledge that we have, and we're saying, okay, you don't know anything, you boy. But I'll tell you, you um, you and you do inspire us. We're just giving you praise and 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 uh, just. You know, giving you, we're just giving you praise that we appreciate you. That's all. Just giving okay. me blessings. Okay, no. I mean, I'm, I'm saving two homes right now. Okay, well, we're just, uh, it's been years. We're just praising, praising you and, and glad you One with the IRS and one with the foreclosure with the bank. Okay, we'll keep going, lady. Because, uh, you have, you, um, you, you know, we've all got our talents, eh, in different things, and and uh, we've all got our our trials that we're 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 battling and stuff like that, and and that's where we learn, eh, and that's where we like. It reminds me of uh, even Jesus Christ. You know, when when he went through this trial that he went through, um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, "Even Jesus Christ learned obedience." I, I understand that, but just don't give me any praise because it's hit and miss. Okay, well, we just we won't That's praise you anymore. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> nice talking with you. Love you, sister. You, you know that's that's live. I know it's live. <laughs> Want a cupcake? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm starting to gain weight. Winter's coming on. Anyway, no, we love we love you, Cheyenne. You know that. You know. That. Oh, well, I love you all. Okay, did well, did uh, Janine talk about her letter? Because I was trying to pick that apart. Right. Yeah. No. It. It. Look. I. Yeah. I. The thing is, is he's just admitted that his gate was open. My gates weren't open. They were closed. Now he's trying to say all our dogs were fighting. And, um, you know, and which one did the injury? Was it your dogs that caused your own injury to your own dogs or was it my dogs that caused injury? It's unknown, you know. And the fact that they were fighting halfway down the street, you know, now. Um, it doesn't matter. Look, um, you know, and this thing where, um, 
your dogs have been wandering unleashed at all times, upsetting other neighborhood dogs on numerous occasions. You know, right, in the well, a.m. morning. That, I think he, d- d- he, had, yeah, look, he added that, it in there. D- that's fine. I've got... I've got um, how, Janine? I've, Janine, yeah. how about reading that letter? It's short. Oh. Okay. But I had a really good picture for you, and I can't find it. Here, someone had a fenced-in yard. Listen, someone had a fenced-in yard, and they dug out. They end up putting in holes that the dog could peek out the hole and greet the neighbors as they walk by. And I thought that was so cute. Right. I thought that was so adorable. It was too high yeah. It's okay. Um, the letter. The letter is... Um... I'm sorry, Sonia. Do you mind? No, go ahead. No. Oh, okay. Because um, I know you uh, wanted to talk about kids. No, no, it's okay. Um, the, the, the friends said I want to talk to you about that specifically or not. So, no, I said whatever. Whatever we want to talk about is, is beneficial. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. I wrote a letter on the 8th of September. It was um, it was signed the 8th of September by a JP and it was um, sent on the 9th of September. Someone from that address received it on the 11th of September. Um, and the one I wrote is on the 11th of July, 2015, your dogs came onto my driveway and caused injury to my property. See enclosed bill. Said bill is true, post due and owing. Their reply was, you indicated in your previous letter that you would be prepared to settle this dispute out of court. Now, the letter that I sent and was received by them was on the 11th of, of September. They wrote a letter on the 14th of September stating, you indicated in your previous letter that you would be prepared to settle this dispute out of court and yet you have failed to reply to my offer in my previous letter dated the 26th of August. Um, there was no offer there was meet you halfway. It never stated what that halfway was and I don't know what it means. I'm not, and, and to do anything would be assuming and I can't assume anything with these people. So um, anyway, it says fact. The dogs residing at this address are microchip registered and permitted to have and, and, and permitted and have been for some years. The incident of the, the 11th of July where all our dogs fought on the footpath of 13 Galvani. So there you go. He's actually stating that he saw it now. Okay. He claimed he didn't see anything before, which is why he didn't leave his yard at all and nobody raced out. Now he's actually stating in the letter that he has seen it. Okay. By saying this. So, you know, you, I can have him on that as well. And he's stating it as a fact. And it says, our dogs are usually behind locked gates. Unfortunately, on the day in question, the gate was opened for a short time as my son was packing his car to take his children camping. So he admitting that he's left his gates open. 
Your dogs have been wandering unleashed all hours, upsetting other neighbourhood dogs on numerous occasions. Um, I'll have letters from neighbours stating that's not the case. You admitted on the day of the incident you were unable to keep your dogs inside your property, dogs digging holes underneath the fence. That's another untrue statement. I did mention there was a hole underneath my fence that some other dog had dug. All my gates were closed. Um, all dogs, regardless of breed, protect their area of responsibility, and that is children and property. So he's just admitting in my favour. And witness reports will state this, that it happened outside on my driveway. Unfortunately, your little dog, so he's actually saying that it was little, okay? Um, unfortunately, your little dog sustained an injury by which dog, yours or mine, is unknown. In light of the possibility that a dog from this address caused an injury and because both of our dogs were on the street when they should have not been, my offer is still open of paying half of the vet bill for the injury to your dog. You need to share responsibility for your dogs on the street again. Waiting in anticipation for your reply, yours sincerely, Steve Booker. Okay, so whatever. So that's what it says. You know, um, you know that uh, you know, you know uh, Janine. You know, yep. I'm just re reading this uh, civil um, uh, uh, law book here, and uh, when you mention the word settle. I go, oh, geez, a big red light came in my mind when you said that. Because, you see, um, uh, what uh, what they're saying is that uh, when a person wants to... See, there's only two things, three things that happen in court. Um, either um, uh, you win the case 100%, which doesn't happen very often, it happens very rarely, actually, when someone sues somebody or whatever, uh, even Carl, you know, I mean, he's from Kentucky, uh, state of Kentucky, and he, at the moment, he got nothing, even though he, you know, supposedly he's on a winning track. Now, um, the, um, so uh, when a person is, shoot, is shooting to try and get every dollar, I'm just putting a new concept on here for the first time, Janine, you know? Right. Uh, you know, the, uh, yes, it costs you uh, all this money, which is a lot of money, to get your dog back to normal again. And uh, now, the uh, um, according to, uh, you know, this, the, the law, the philosophy of dispute is that uh, what this guy is saying is that you've got to take some blame. Now, he's asking for 50% of the blame as a settlement. He was basically settling with you without putting down any numbers or anything like that. So, you know, I'm not sure whether... Uh, whether I'm not sure whether you uh, use the word settle, because once a person uses the word settle, it means that they are flexible on their terms. Uh, and no one, according to what I read here on this law book on civil law, very, very few people ever, ever get full amounts, even if you went to court. Right now, you went to court, the judge 
will, will handle your case as a, uh, a common law situation, and it's one man against a uh, woman or whatever, man to man, and, uh, you know, uh, your dog... But then to, 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 to say that, um, you know, like his was out, mine was out, okay. What they're saying is that uh, this is why I'm saying that I'm reading books and I'm getting more information, you know, Sun Tzu, The Art of War, know your enemy more than you know yourself. So know your enemy. The enemy in common law is civil and statute law. That's your enemy. So uh, now if you say the wrong words, like you say, well, I would like to settle this, you know, the word settle to you, to one person may mean, I want all my money. I want every friggin' penny of it. I'll settle. Give me my money and I'll be happy. That's not my settlement. No, but the word in law, the word settle means both people are flexible to come into the middle or as close to the middle as possible. So that's why when you, when, when that person uh, wrote you that, uh, that first letter or second letter, and said that, uh, you know, they would settle, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So, in other words, they they are they are playing by the philosophy of law, universal philosophy of, of law of disputes. Okay, we'll mm-hmm. settle. We'll settle. Okay, Janine, you want the whole shot. Uh, this guy is saying... Now, one of the things that's said here is that if a person still demands the whole shot, like every penny, you know... Uh, then the person uh, that you're wanting to get the, all the money and you want to take him to court, uh, the author of this book says, well, he's got no alternative but to go in there and fight. You basically, right. okay. you cornered him. So, so to me, to me, you right, for me to pay 200 for me to pay $200, that's like saying, well, I have, I have caused his, Property, two hundred dollars worth of damage. No, 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 that was his proposal, right? He was saying, you know, like there's two people here and two dogs, and let's let's bear, let's let's cut it in half. But of course, uh, you know, it's you're you're, you're <laughs> you know, it's his dog. Yeah, like the way that uh, how it how it should work, it looks like you know, in a dispute, is who's got the most amount of facts. So you got the more facts than he does. Your dog was in front of your house. His dog was way out of his territory. You know, uh, your dog is always fenced and just snuck out accidentally. You know, where his dog, I don't know how the heck his dog got loose, you know. His dog attacked three three different properties on the same day. No matter if you talk to a hundred dogs, we're talking about your dog, you know what I mean? Yep. So it doesn't matter about the other dogs, you know. So the thing is that uh, you're trying to look at your dispute on your situation. So uh, now I just read this. I, I wouldn't know this information if you talked to me yesterday. I just learned this uh, today. And the, the concept of dispute and settlement. And, this, and as soon as you say the word settle, let's settle this. Okay, let's settle it. You know. So the, let's take a guy with a swimming pool. You know, the guy builds someone a swimming pool. A swimming pool for uh, five thousand. Okay, I wish, I wish to settle. I wish to settle. Yes, please provide me with a bill that is true, doing, knowing to the amount of two hundred dollars. 
Well, you know, the uh, whatever you want to settle for. Uh, now, the uh, I mean, the ultimately you can go to the to the court, and uh, the uh, it looks like to me it's man against man, you know, man against woman, whatever, and uh, and he uh, has a right to uh, to uh, state his case, and, uh, and who's in the wrong. Um, you know, so uh, he's he's saying that you're in the wrong because your dog was out, and you're saying he was in the wrong because his dog was two blocks. He lives two blocks away and shouldn't have been up here. You know, so uh, so two wrongs don't make a white. You know, no, not. So well now, but the the concept of settle is what I'm getting at. Okay, uh, in order you know, for for you not to create uh, all this stress on your part. Uh, now you think it should be a little bit more than fifty percent. In a way, he's uh, he's he's coming forward uh, with that letter and saying, you know, I'll settle. And and, and settle means that he'll he'll he, he he's he's admitting to the crime or to the to the to the wrong. He's admitting to it, and he's willing to settle. And he's saying, I'll give you fifty percent. You know. So now now you got a choice. Uh, you can okay. either take the fifty percent. Okay, and they say, okay, well, okay, I'll take some of the blame. Uh, you know, having a dog is not easy, you know. You know, and maybe next time will be my dog biting some 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 little kid or another dog. Let me whatever. tell you something, Sam. Let me tell you something, Sam. If I take my dog to the dog park, which is a public area, owners are responsible for their animal's behavior. That means if my dog was to, was to injure another dog in that open area, I am totally at fault and I have to pay the vet bill. That is the law, okay? That is, that is the law in the park, in the dog park. Now, what, what is the council saying? Oh, it's the law in the dog park, but it's not the law outside the dog park, which is still residing in a public place. Well, you know, the law is the law. You know, like, what, what what is the law in the dog park? You know, park, you know? I mean, who knows? What are the, the law in the dog park is is you are responsible for your dog's behavior, and if they cause harm and injury to a, another dog, you must pay. You must you must pay the vet bill. That's why the dogs that go to the dog okay, park are really friendly. What happens? What happens if somebody doesn't want to pay? You see what I mean? Like the law is only paper. You know, that's all it is. It's only paper now. A person believes that he has to pay the other person five hundred bucks. That that person will pay him. Well, even Carl says. Even Carl said, "Is if someone is coming at you for money, they better be have. They better have a good excuse of why they are trying to get that money out of you." Now, his pro his dogs attacked my property to the amount of nearly four hundred dollars. I'm only asking for that in return. Okay, I am not asking for the harm or the trauma or the duress I went through to have to stand in between those dogs to see them ripping apart my property. Okay, I'm not asking him for that. Okay, you know, uh, no, maybe I, I should. Maybe, maybe uh, I should. I'm not talking about the the specifics. I'm actually arguing with you with the uh, the philosophy of a dispute and the philosophy of the word settle. 
And uh, now what the facts are is that what you have to put on the table and the other guy puts on the table, and if and if uh, if nobody wants to settle, then the judge will settle it for you. And uh, so uh, you, you'll find that out very shortly. You'll find out very shortly what will happen. You, you might win in court. And again, the other guy, he's got no choice but to come to court. He's got nothing to lose. He's got nothing to lose to go to court because, you know, you're demanding the full amount anyway, so you might as well go to court and fight it. And maybe the judge will see it a little differently than what you see it. And he might get away with maybe half or maybe three quarters. But at the moment, uh, you're asking for the full amount, and he's saying, I don't want to pay the full amount. So, uh, But he's willing to settle. You're refusing to settle. No, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to settle because his dog did the damage. Yeah, but uh, you're not willing to settle because, you see, the, the philosophical word of settle means that you have to bend and get, and get a little less than what you're demanding. Okay, you're not well, settling. Well, what, what I'm saying is I'm willing to settle out of court just for the bet bill because if I have to go to court, I will also add other stuff in there as well. Okay, well, I mean, uh, punitive damages, I guess in civil, they, that's, that's what they call, right? You could uh, you could put a you know extra charge on there for an extra amount or you know, um, you know you, for for punitive damages and you, you'd have to show proof that you've got these damages. You know, uh, one of Carl uh, Carl. If I race uh, out and break up a dog attack, are you a uh, you know like my thank goodness my my other dogs raced out, and in racing out it actually. You know, they saw other dogs coming at them, which is the only reason they let go. Otherwise, they would have ripped it a bit. Okay. That, um, that, that's not that, an important that, issue. And that wouldn't, cause, that, that wouldn't cause duress? Oh, yeah, it would cause duress. But that, uh, you know, the uh, all we're talking about is the bill, you know, the, the, the vet bill. That's all we're talking about. Yes. Uh, yes, everything which is why, I, I, which is why I think it's very, very fair to pay the vet bill. Yeah, whether a lady across the street watching has got a heart attack, you know, uh, who knows? You know, I mean, that's got nothing to do with your uh, with your bill, how you felt, or anybody felt. The cost, you know, to uh, fix uh, your your uh, your property, four hundred dollars is a lot of money, and uh, shouldn't have happened. And uh, it did. So uh, you know now you you know this person should come to you and say you know what I'm really sorry I got a vicious effing dog you know I'm gonna shoot this dog someday but here here's four hundred dollars God bless you thank you I mean that's as a man he should have come forward like that but uh, he's going no 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 <clears throat> I'm gonna get some legal advice probably went to get legal advice and if he went to get legal advice which he's smart. If he's smart enough to get legal advice, then, you know. I think his wife actually works for the council. Okay, he got some legal advice from someone, and then they're saying, no, no, see if you can settle. Maybe they don't have have Cheyenne, Cheyenne, I have a six-foot fence. That's what I wrote before. there There used to be a dog that used to live diagonally across the road, and when he would get out of his yard, he would actually run around to my side fence and actually jump the six-foot fence to get into my yard. 
Yeah, which, that's, which, that's what happens at my place. I have I have dogs digging to get into my yard. But my dogs don't dig to get out. I have dogs digging to get in. I have cats that follow me to school. When I used to walk my children to school, I used to have cats that used to follow me to school. I used to have cats that would come out of the would come wild cats that would come out of the gutter and follow me, you know, you know, streets. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah. I just seem to be a magnet for animals. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, you, you're a magnet, all right. You even got the bully dog come over to your place. Look, I've I've actually seen I've seen that dog, that same dog. I have went over to put it into its. It's uh, it's yard, okay. A friend has rocked up, and as soon as as soon as he's seen this 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 man, right, the dog has actually raced across the road to attack him, you know, because he's like he's so protective. This dog was so protective. Yeah, I don't know what it is, you know. Like I've been playing with this. He's a vicious dog, eh? He was a vicious dog. He had to be put down. But I would play with him and he would grab my hand and just, you know, how they give it a little nibble inside their mouth. And, you know, I never had any, any trouble at all with him, um, you know, but he did bite um, a few people and had to be put down. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, but, you know, because he bit I people. Have a, but, I got a question for you, Janine. You know, uh, if you did take him to court, uh, how much would it cost you? I don't yeah. know. A small well, claim. You got um, to find out. Claim. Yeah, um, depending on the, it, it depends uh, between. Uh, I think it's. Um, yeah, it. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's only between fifteen dollars, but it can be up as high as three hundred, depending on the the amount of the claim. Yeah, it, it, usually uh, whenever you. Uh, File a claim. You're you're looking at a hundred, two, three hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. The chances of getting that money back in uh, you know in the court, um, I don't think you're going to get it back. So uh, now this is uh, what I'm saying is that uh, you got to analyze. This is in this book here, is that you like in this book they're talking about hiring a lawyer and finding out how much the cost is to get a lawyer, how much it costs to get a private detective. How much it costs to do all this, this, and this in order to win your case? You know, then, when you win your case, uh, you're going to make a profit. So that's what you're. Uh, what I'm saying to you is that look, um, you know, what's it going to cost you? Okay, so uh, you know, it's going to cost you uh, time. It's going to cost you money to drive down there, gasoline. You know, you're going to have to buy something, coffee or whatever. Uh, you know. You're going to go to court, uh, you know, I mean, the court clerk's office. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. thanks, you know, Sam. I, yeah, look, I'll just leave it there at the moment because I have to, um, uh, at this time, I'll just, I'll just keep writing letters back and forth. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep writing letters and just keep learning from Carl. So, um, yeah, that's all I can do at this time because while I'm doing this, I am learning. So I'll just leave oh, it yeah. at that. You know, all I'm saying is that, 
um, if he insi- if 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 he insists that he's not going to pay you, and you insist that you're going to take him for the full shot, um, then you, you got to look at the cost to take him to court, and then you deduct well, that cost. It, well, it, um, y- yeah, look. Um, I'll you might say, look, according, according to Carl, under common law, um, you know, um, unless he can prove that I have done $200 worth of damage to his property, um, you know, the, 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 the bill stands true. The bill stands true, but the judge, okay, uh, the judge will want to settle. And once you use the word settle, it means that the judge is going to take uh, probably, I'm just guessing now, probably uh, somewhere between the half and the three quarters to settle with you. Now, well, then that'll, that'll be my learning, won't it? That'll be my learning. For the judge to give you the full shot, that would be, you really got to have a strong case. I mean, you know, literally you got to have that dog not only jump your fence. Well, the judge, the judge doesn't do common law. Sam, the judge doesn't do common law. The judge does, the the judge does administration law, which would be equity law, which would he would be looking for, you know, a leveling out. He would be looking for a thing, but um, you know, I don't want a judge to. Um, yeah, but uh, what I, what I'm saying is that uh, common law, you're not taking the dog to court. Taught you, and, and the guy didn't bite your dog. The husband or the, the owner of the dog didn't bite your dog. So you're not taking him to court. So you are literally going to civil court. You know, the, owners, are responsible. owners are responsible. Owners are responsible. Owners are responsible for their, their dog's behavior in private or public. They are responsible. Well, yeah, yeah, they're responsible. I mean, uh, you know, like you know, like uh, like anything else, uh, the person. But anyway, what's been happening with your case? What, what you know, what, what what's been happening in your case lately? I've had enough of talking about mine. I'm just, I'm so over it. Yeah, no, I, I just thought I'd throw in a little bit of stuff in there that I just kind of picked up today, and I thought maybe I'll put a little bit of light on for you, Jeannie, You know. Because the word settle, I didn't know that the word settle uh, is more like a philosophical word that uh, both parties should kind of move in towards the middle. And depending on how much evidence one party has and the evidence the other party has, it either goes right down the middle or... What do you care? What uh, Carl says, what does it care? That's what he said to Jesse, don't read their stuff. What do you care what they are claiming? This is what happened, period. Okay. You know, I, I know, I agree. It's a learning experience. I love to find out what happens in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I wanna take it, you know, because if he makes an order, if he says, well, I've got to pay half, well, then... That's another learning curve. Then I've got to avoid that, don't I? Then it'll be another learning curve. Yeah, yeah, you, you got it. You know, I, this is this is what it's all about. It's about learning what what is common law and what isn't common law. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if I, you, you know, yep, 
people might settle. That's the best way out. But that's why the country is so fucked up because we have been letting the, the judicial system, the government, meet us halfway. And then when they, when they meet you halfway, then they, then they go for three quarters. And then they go for 40, then they go for 50%, 60, 70, 80, 90. Because we try and be fair. Oh, we try and be reasonable. You know, as Carl said, you hear, you hear the word reasonable, run like hell. So what's he going to do? Stand up and say he actually witnessed it? Then the judge says, well, why didn't you, why didn't you come out of your yard? Why, I'd be saying, well, why didn't you come out of your yard? Why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you take any action into, into stopping what was happening? We'll see. We'll we'll see anyway. We'll see what happens. I can threaten him. I can say, look, yes, I'll accept half, but this is what's going to happen. You know, um, um, I um, I will also go for this, this, and this. I will also put a letter into council stating that your your dogs have attacked three sets of property on the same day within half an hour of each other. That is definitely negligence. I'll have your, uh, because, it, because your dogs have been shown to, to, to attack three different dogs on the same day, they'll have to be put down. Now, I wouldn't want to put this man's dogs down. I don't want any animal to be heard, actually. But I'm not going to threaten him like that. I'm just going to very politely say, if you can provide a bill to say that your, your dogs were damaged to the amount of blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Let me think about it. I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So my next question, um, he's saying he didn't receive my letter and I'll, I'll resend it again and I'll say, are you, are you saying that my, that, that my property caused you damage to the amount of blah, blah, blah? Okay, because the answer will be no. I didn't cause him damage. And I'll say, if you believe that, that I caused damage to your property to the amount of nearly $200, please send me the bill. Please send me a bill that is true, due and owing and I will pay it. That's, that's my next thought on the matter.
Okay, while I'm doing that, I'll have witness, I'm getting together witness statements from the neighbours. Um, I've got witness statements from a lot of people at the dog park uh, to say that um, my dogs, I'll put that in brackets and all that sort of thing, uh, my dogs are um, very well behaved. They have never injured any other dog at the dog park. You know, all this will be as evidence. But I'll just keep going. I'll just get all this together while I'm keep asking him questions. So that was just my thought. Well, I agree with you, um, Janine. Like, you know, it. They're just trying to find excuses to to throw back on you, sort of thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, what your property, where it was, what it was doing, what it was wearing, or what it looked like, or, you know, where it was, whatever, uh, your property was attacked. Yeah, I got two witnesses That's to it. say it was attacked it, on my driveway, two witnesses it, now, because I went and spoke to the other guy up the road, and he was actually on, yeah. watering his front lawn at the time of the attack. It, it so matter. now I've got two yeah. witnesses. It doesn't matter. What's that? It doesn't matter if your dog was up in, in a tree, if it was swimming in water, uh, where it was, what it was doing. Your dog was attacked. Your dog did no harm. That, all of that is irrelevant. That's just a bunch of crap. They're trying to, you know, uh, all of that is irrelevant. Your dog did no harm. Your dog, your dog did no harm. Your dog was attacked. That's right. All that other stuff is just, uh, like uh, Carl would say, uh, if they give you a disclosure, uh, throw it in the garbage. It means nothing. Yeah, yeah. See, this is this is um, see, this is our way of learning. So I've I've got to I've got to really get into the common law and stay on common law and make it all common law, and see how far I get. Or I've got to, you know, um, you know, uh, you know. Even Gus said, you know, he said, "Look, the man's not honourable. You can see he's not honourable. I wouldn't waste my time. Just let him pay half and just get on with your life because you've got better things to do." Well, that's you know, Gus, this is a small learning experience. What if it was? Uh, what if it was your child? You know, this is a great learning experience. Like, I wouldn't back down yeah. just because it's a, a yeah. small, small so, thing. So, you know, would, would, yeah, so would Gus do that if it was a child? So what's the difference? Yeah. You know, because my my dogs, they are my family. Yeah, yeah they're, they're important to you. You know, um, they're I, my family, that's it. I wouldn't back down a second. I know people that wouldn't... Uh, Ren and I have a, a, a pet dog here, and he just loves him dearly, and he's getting old, and, and it's going to kill him when he dies sort of thing, and he'll do anything for for this animal, you know, and uh, they're, they're best friends. And if anybody ever harmed them, <laughs> look out. And uh, this is just, you know, what some people think, just a dog. And uh, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't back down a second. No, no. Um, this is this is a wonderful learning experience for me because when I get these letters, the first time I got a letter, I was like, oh, you know, oh, my blood pressure would have went up. I'm like, oh my god, you know, and I'm shaking. 
the next one I'm getting, I'm like, oh, gee, this is, you know, and, you know, when I first got it, I thought, oh, look at all these lies he's stating as facts, you know, and and I'm thinking, oh, calm down, you know, calm down. So just just read it through. You can see, you can see, okay, you can see what he's, what he's trying to hackle out of it, you know, um, so what you've got to do is you've got to word it in a way that is, is very loving and say, do you believe that I have caused, that, that, that my dog's caused injury, that my property caused, that, that um, damage was done, that I, I'll have to word it, that I caused, that um, I or my property has caused your dogs or your property like two hundred dollars worth of damage. What's he going to say to that? How can he say yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because there's no vet bill. There's there's nothing. My dogs never even bit his dogs once. They 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 just wouldn't attack because that because of having them down at the dog park, them being sociable. And even one of my other my other girls, you know, like Jeddah, she's had three dogs hanging off her, and she has not attacked them. She just stands there. She's had she's had a blue cattle dog hanging off her shoulder, you know, like gripping her shoulder, and she just stood there, and she just won't attack. She just, you know, she's she's amazing. Everybody says that she should be trained as a Delta dog for children's hospitals because she's a big dog, little kids in wheelchairs. They don't have to bend down, and she she's she's a dog that little kids can grab her face and snuggle yeah. into her face, yeah. and she won't lick them. She's amazing. The other one, yeah, the other one. If you any dogs jump on her back, she'll she'll turn around and defend herself. But she well, they, she's they never put a chip in Yeah, they all all got personality. you know, I, I I'm ashamed to say that I don't know how many children you have. I know you have children, but I don't. Oh, I have. I have two children okay. with two legs. Okay. And um, I have three children you know, with four legs. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just thinking, you know, if you think of this as uh, I, I, the, the damage that was done to your dog, just think of that kind of damage being done to your, 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 your babies. Um, one of my babies were bit in the face, and I thought it took her eye out by a dog. And, uh, you know, when you start thinking that that could have been your baby, yeah. Okay. Then, then you get another feeling in your heart, and, and then you get a, you, you know, everybody has has us uh, thinking that oh, these are just dogs. These, you know, these are just dogs. Think about it as your baby. Okay, that's your baby, and you know, uh, it doesn't matter. Like I say, whether your baby's up a tree, up a telephone pole, or, or in the back of a truck, or playing in the in the yard, or playing wherever. Who says yeah. that, that your baby cannot go out onto p- public road um, and, and some other, um, uh, I do, some other um, baby come and attack your baby? The, the, the point is they, they attacked your baby and uh, they caused you harm. It caused, you know, they did damage to your property. That's it. I don't, you know. Actually, as, as um, the, the funny thing is, I do know the woman who actually lives at 13 and um, she is going to write a letter saying she has never seen my my animals roaming the street all hours 
and also at the same time she has actually seen his dogs roaming the streets and she has seen them attack other dogs yeah, and she is actually she is actually in fear of those dogs um, because because she has small children and she is frightened that they are actually going to attack her children. Yeah. She said they are not nice dogs. Yeah, well, if it goes to, to trial or something like that, yeah, you can take all that. But the, the point is, I think, like uh, like most of the men and women, you know, in common law would say, that the, all that is, is irrelevant. It, it doesn't matter pre- presumption. So what, your, your dog can travel all over the world all at once. This other dog attacked yours. That's that's all it is. That's right down to the point. Uh, this dog attacked your dog, and I don't care where that's it is. I don't care. So, like guess guess five, you know, um, word it in such a way, you know, um, that you know, I'll say, do you believe? If 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 you believe that my property has um, that there has been. Um, harm, injury, or loss to your property um, um, of, you know, I'll just say two hundred dollars. Uh, please provide me with the the a bill that is true, due, and knowing. So he and he won't be able to. Well, that's true. Has he made a claim? Has he made a claim that you you've charged you've caused him any harm? No. Okay, uh, then, because then, because, then because what, I haven't. Okay, has he made a claim that you're causing him any harm? No. Okay, then what? Then there's no need to address it. You're wasting your time by addressing but it. He's, he's asking me to pay half of the of the vet bill. Why should you pay half of a damage that he did? That's what I'm saying. Or yeah. he, that's what I'm saying. That's why. So if. That's what my letter will be. If you believe that 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 um, that there was damage to the amount of such two hundred dollars, please provide a bill that is true, due, and owing, and I will pay it. Yeah. Okay. But because I, that's what he's saying, isn't I, he? I would just say, why would I, you know, like, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say that, but I'm thinking. Okay. Well, why would I pay? Why would I pay damage? Half of the damage that you did, half of the damage that's your responsibility. You damaged my car. You damaged my house. You damaged my dog. Your property yeah. damaged my property. Why would I pay half of the damage that that you caused upon me? Um, that doesn't make sense. Like, why should I pay half of half of your damage, the, the damage that you did, that you're responsible for? Doesn't make sense. Here's, here's yeah. Well, that's all another thing. Why Why <laughs> do you believe that I should pay half damage that your 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 dogs are responsible for? Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you're the one who said it. You're the one who put. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I thought. Oh, I never thought of that before. But yes, yeah, very well. Yeah. Yeah. You you smashed my my uh, five hundred dollar vase. Why would I pay half of the damage that you did to my vase? Why would I pay half of the damage that you did? To, you know, you allowed to, you know, you're responsible for my my property. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know. I, sometimes, sometimes they, they just like to, they just like to keep going, and 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 you know just make a game out of it. And I think like some of the men say, uh, just say, hey, you know, you caused me harm. 
you've caused my property harm. Um, here's yeah, the bill. But here's that, the bill. That's what Carl said. That's what Carl said. It's a game. It's like a game of chess. And each little each little move that you are making, so each one line sentence that you make in your letter, is actually getting the noose to be tied tighter around their neck. So I've got to word it in such a way that the 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 word I do would make a play to put my pawn in a better position, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this okay, is... because the chess game isn't one with what with one move. Well, it can be, I guess. You know, I mean, Carl can do it. <laughs> you, you could say, yeah, you could say, like like Sam says, um, I expect, um, you know, uh, compensation uh, for the for this bill or or however, um, you know, uh, any suggest that you put it. You, I expect compensation uh, within within ten or fourteen days. Um, or I will uh, take this matter further. You could say instead of you know how uh, um, hydro companies or or bell companies say to us, or we'll take legal matters, you know, or we'll uh, impose legal matters, or however they put it. I I forget. I haven't had one for a long time, but they, but they will, you know. And someone can call it a threat if you want, but they're just telling you what they're going to do if you, if. If if you don't pay this bill, I will have no choice but to take this matter further. And you know what? I, I could I could reply with all this stuff. I, yeah. You know, I could I could turn around in a letter, Sonia, and I could go, look, Stephen. You know, I have two witnesses, first-hand knowledge that witnessed the attack happened on my driveway. I have. Yeah, I have I have letters from the neighbours that can verify as witnesses that my that my property is not roaming the street unleashed, causing you know, I have I can I can produce all this in a letter to him, you know. Yeah, you can you can if you want if if you think you know it's going to. No, 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 no. I don't want. No, I don't want. You know, I thought about it, but that's not it. You know, he's he's making up all these allegations. Um, well, how can you know? And can and then then I'm going to say, you know, my, uh, another letter I could say. Well, if you claim that you witnessed the the attack that you claim was at 13 Galvani, which is closer to where you live, how come nobody from your address did anything to stop the attack? Or aid in, you know, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to word it. I've just got to think about it. Yeah, well, I... I've got to better start learning chess, I think. (laughs) At this point, I would almost try to be be thinking of a a conclusion. There's, you know, there's got to be some sort of conclusion saying, look, look, my friend, uh, you know, you, you know, it, you've done harm. Um, you've allowed harm. Your property's done harm. Whatever way you want to put it, um, I, I, it's about time to be thinking of conclusion because you can you can go around the circles here. Uh, for how long do you want to do this? A year? You want to get this done and over with because you know you you want to get on with your life and you've got other things to do and and um, you know you want to come to a conclusion here. And he's just playing games with you and um, yeah. You just want to somehow figure out some sort of letter that says, look, uh, pay the bill, like Mike says, pay the bill. Um, you know, you, um, 
I've been harmed. Uh, you know, your dog has caused me harm, and you're responsible, or whatever way you want to put it. And here's the bill. I expect uh, compensation within 14 days, or I will take this matter further. And that's it. No more conversation. No more conversing back and forth, writing love letters back and forth to each other. Like uh, it's just uh, getting to be a. I, I don't know what word to use for it, but it's it's getting to be ridiculous. Like he's just, you know, putting it off. He's just, he's just putting it off because he he doesn't want to pay and. And he doesn't want to be responsible. He doesn't want to be an honor. And um, it, it's it's stressing you out, obviously. And uh, somehow somehow I, I try to figure out a letter that's a conclusion. There's, there's got to be how many letters? Yeah, but you have? can't you can't do that in in one sentence. In common law, you've got to make it one or two sentences at a time. Okay. Um, for the for the for the you, you, have, caused, the, you have caused me harm. Um, uh, my uh, my property has been damaged. Here is the bill. And 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 if he wants to make a claim, uh, stating that he did not cause you harm, and he does not owe you a bill, then then he's got to uh, defend himself in court, and uh, you can you can make a claim. Oh, we could easily do that. I'll yeah. just say, if you believe that your dogs didn't do, we will we will take the dogs to court and have them and see what they do. Yeah, no, I won't do that. I'll just. <laughs> oh. no, no. You know, yeah. Um, I have been harmed. Um, I I don't know exactly. Yeah, when it comes to dogs, I haven't dealt with any any issues like that either. Um, that's all right. It's 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 fine. It's you know, um yeah, look I've got I've I'm just gonna ask him if he believes that there has been damage to his property to the amount of whatever. Yeah, but see you're then you're going over to his court sort of thing. You and you wanna stand up in your court. You're going you're 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 bowing down to his court in in my eyes. You're bowing down to his court. You're 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 lowering. You you you're becoming in his. You're you're leaning to his jurisdiction. It's like a court. You, you I'm know. asking him a question to please send me a bill that is true, due and owing to the amount of two hundred dollars. But he doesn't have a claim. He, he doesn't have a claim, sister. He doesn't have a claim, so you're you're bringing up, you're making things up that 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 don't need to be. Uh, he well, none of us have got a claim at the moment. No, but I mean, he doesn't have a claim of any harm or injury. You do, whether it be you know in the courts right now, it's in the that's, fire. That's why I'm sending him the question. That's why I'm asking him the question because his answer has to be no. He can't claim any harm, loss, or injury. But but you can you can claim and you can say, um, your your dog has caused my dog injury. Here is the vet bill. If you, if you want to, I've already done that. Okay, and and he's basically saying no, I'm not going to pay, and he's going to start sending you back a bunch of questions. Well, you don't have to go back and forth and answer all these questions. You know, like how long can this game go on? Um, he he can go on forever. Keep asking you questions and making accusations and. 
all these rules and regulations and stuff that's got nothing to do with you. You were caused harm, and your property was caused harm. And here's um, here's the compensation bill. I require the compensation bill. Uh, this has caused me harm. This is what it has cost me, um, you know, um, to repair the damage that your property has done to me. Your property has caused me harm. And, and this is the bill that it has cost me. I require compensation within 14 days or I will take these matters uh, further. Uh, whatever. You know, just some ideas. But the, okay. Your property has caused me harm. I require compensation. Here is the bill. Your property has caused me harm. I require compensation. Here is the bill. I require to be paid within... Your dogs have caused damage to my property. To the amount. Yeah, you could say your property has caused... Which, which, is, which is what I did in the third letter. Which is what I did in the third no, letter. Maybe, maybe we can think up a, a final letter here. Um, and if anyone's got any suggestions or ideas, please jump in. I, I'm just um, weighing it here too. Like we all are. We're all, all every situation is different. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But um, your property, uh, dear dear Bob or greetings, greetings Bob, Sam, whatever his name is, greetings yeah. Sam. Your property has caused me harm. And he knows what it is. Now, when you go into court, you can use exhibits and pictures or, or bills or whatever. But, dear Bill, your your property has caused me harm. Now, that that could be a child of his, that could be his wife, but it was his dog. Your, pro- your property, your property has caused me harm or injury. I'm not sure which is the best word to use. Injury, I would think, is, is worse than harm has caused injury. It's been in the flesh. Your property has caused me injury and harm. Yeah, well, Carl states, you know, a personal harm is to a man. Personal injury is to property. Well, that was your property. The dog is your property. So causing you injury is causing harm to your your property. So that could be... As yeah, well yeah. So per, I, I could say personal injury because that's that's to property. Well, maybe we could study that word more, whether it's harm or injury. Because to be honest with you, I'm not sure which is the best word to use there. But dear Bob, well, it could ha- it has caused harm to Iron Man. Yeah, it sure. has caused injury to personal property, and it has caused loss to the amount of such and such. So harm, injury, and loss. Is that what you Yes, because it has you? caused okay. me personal um, personal harm. Okay. So could you say, Janine, dear Bob, what's his name? Uh, Stephen. Stephen. Dear, er, greetings, Stephen. Your property has caused me harm, injury, and loss. I, Janine, Require compensation. I require so many dollars. Uh, C, Exhibit A. That's the bill. 
I require so many dollars. See Exhibit A. There's the bill. I require um, this compensation to be paid within 14 days. And this is a final notice. Say this is say this is a final notice. You've been talking back and forth long enough with him. And I require this to be. Um, uh, what work can we use? I require this to be um, taken care of. Uh, I require this to be paid within 14 days, or I shall, in the future, I shall take matters uh, further, or I shall take matters further. It's like you're not done yet. Just some ideas. Do you um, want, want to write those ideas down, and then you can add or subtract or do whatever you want to them. Yes, and and I can, you know, I don't want to get any if, and I don't want to give him any threats, but I can say, and I, and I can hold you liable for everything in your letters, in your previous letters. And I'm not sure if I understand what that means. I can hold you liable for everything in your letters. For every false claim within your letters. Oh, I think I would make that a separate letter now. No, I'd, that would be that would be thread. <laughs> I, I would make that, that could be something separate. That could be something if um, you were gonna, you know, if you had to go to court. Um, just, just my ideas, Janine. Um, I would just stick with getting the bill paid. Um, you know, there's been a harm, um, harm, injury, and loss. Uh, I require compensation, and I require uh, uh, $300. Or you could say, I require $300 compensation, uh, see Exhibit A, or see Bill, see True Bill. I mean, there's lots of ways of doing it. It doesn't. There's, there's no template to common law, but I, I, I think it's about time to, to try and finalize it. Um, and um, greeting Stephen, I, um, I, you know, I, I require this this bill to be paid uh, by such and such a date, or I shall take this, or I, you know, I shall take this matter further, or I shall have no choice but to take this matter further. Um, kind regards, Janine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to, got to finalize this somehow and cut them off and, and no more letters. Uh, you, you, you've got to stand your ground and say, okay, this is it. I expect this to be paid. If not, then I take my next step. And, yep. you know, your next step could be small claims court. I, I it did, will be. I, yes. I, I, did, I did small claims court uh, twice, Janine, so I could help you out there. Now, it may be different in Australia. I took a, it is. A, they've got a QCAT form, and that's fine. That's a small claims form. It's a QCAT form. Mm-hmm. But I will put there um, the ease of filing purposes only. I, um, I took a, I took a, a resort. Um, a resort. I worked for a resort, and they unlawfully dismissed me. And I took yep. them to I took them to small claims court, and um, I won. 
and it was with no lawyer, just myself. And I tell you, I, I paperwork. I wish I knew, con- I wish I knew common law at that time. But it's, yeah, because it, 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 it actually states that in, in small claims, there is no solicitors for either side. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know, now that now that I've done it, um, it would, you know, now that I've done it, it took me two years, but I thought I am not quitting, and it wasn't for a lot of money. It wasn't for a lot of money, but the small claims court, because here in Canada, uh, small claims court is, or for here in Ontario, is... Okay, well, bugger it. I I can also say, and I'm going to hold you liable. I I wouldn't Um, threaten right now. I wouldn't threaten right now. No, no, you're right. (laughs) I would say say something nicely, like, um, I, uh, I require that this be paid within 14 days. And um, if you do not pay in 14 days, I will have no choice, Stephen, but to take this matter further. And that that, that doesn't mean, you know, you're going to go over and beat him with a baseball bat or take it to small claims court. It just means you're going to have to take this matter further, that you're not quitting. Somehow you, you got to stop this man and just say, okay, that's it. I'm done. You, you, you pay, you pay me compensation. You damage my dog. Um, you've stressed me out. You know, in in our words, in our minds, and our thoughts. This is it. I'm I'm done. You pay this bill, buddy, or uh, I'm taking it to the next step. I'm taking it to the next level. Small claims court. And I wouldn't tell him small claims court. I'd just go to small claims court and and. and Fill out the forms and uh, make a claim against men and draw them in. You know, you know where he lives. Got no problem. Yeah, there. yeah. And it, then, it, it then, is small claims is up to um, twenty five thousand, and it's it's actually it's this is a QCAT, which is Queensland. It stands for Queensland Civil and Administration Tribunal. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's quite fun. It's, it's quite an experience now that I've done it. Um, oh, it will be for me. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. I'd I do it again in a second. I just, I just almost couldn't wait. If um, I had a man that ripped me off for five thousand dollars, I was stupid in my part, and I paid five thousand dollars in advance for rent. Okay, and he sold the for place. For what? For rent? For for rent? Yeah, for business. Ah. Yeah. And and he he sold the place and took off, and I hauled him in the court, and I actually won that court case too, but I lost. The reason I lost, I did it in statutory administration law. He claimed bankruptcy, so I lost. The judge says to me, "Look, I'm sorry, Sonia." He says, "There's nothing I could do. The man's claimed bankruptcy. There's nothing we can do, but I can still take him back now in common law." Because I've got all the bills, all the all the receipts, everything else. But um, um, small claims court is a way to go if, if you want to learn about getting into court and dealing with things. It's, it's pretty pretty simple. It's it's just like uh, going up with Judge Judy. It's pretty much the same idea. But uh, yeah, just tell this man, Stephen. Just say, Stephen, okay. Um, you know, uh, you've done me harm. I've, you've you've caused harm, loss, and injury. Um, I require compensation, 
and send them the letter and make a copy of it, and you get all these letters. That's it. It's done and over with. I, um, you know, I require a compensation within 14 days, or I have no choice, Stephen. You can be very friendly about it. Not all that. You can say, or I will have no choice, Stephen, but I, I, I will have, I must take this matter further. That's yeah, it. I That's can see what Sam over. is getting at. I can see what Sam is getting at. And if I was in a statutory court or things like that, yes, I would have to meet this guy halfway. I don't believe so. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, see, even for you, claim, why, why Sonia, you... you would have got your $5,000 and even now you could still get it. Well, yeah, now now that I know. Under, under common law, you could still get that. Yes, yes, I believe that. But I don't believe and that. Probably, and, 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 probably, um, and probably interest as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And is this man is this man still in the same town as where you are now? I don't know. I haven't hunted him down. <laughs> but because he could, you never know. He could have a business, anything now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I just haven't. Uh, you know, you you know the way it is, Janine. We've got so many issues on the go. Uh, I've got yeah. the children's aid issue on the go right now. I just haven't bothered with that right now. If I ever get. You know, we get, we get so much on the go, and, and you know that with you and I believing in God, once you believe in God, Satan's got us busy going in all sorts of directions, so you can't do everything. So, no, I'm not worrying about that right now. I've got other things that are more important to me, but uh, someday, maybe, maybe we'll see. But I know now, now that I know what I know with common law and what I'm going to learn in the future, I know there's, there's just so many different directions that we can go, but, yeah, I would... Um, with with Steve and I would just write him a um we 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 gotta come this story's gotta come to a conclusion, Stephen. <laughs> okay. It's either um okay, sweetheart, you, you you've gotta pay this debt or I'm gonna have to take it small claims. And, and yeah. you know, w- without saying that, but um Stephen I, I, I need this debt paid within fourteen days or whatever time you wanna give him or I'm gonna have to take the, this matter further that's it. End of conversation. I'm taking my next step. You know, quit hold, he's holding you back. He's He's got the rope around your neck, and he's just pulling you back, and he's just dragging you back into his little game sort of thing. And just pull away from that and just say, no, look, you know, you, you've caused me injury, harm, loss, and injury. And uh, that's it. I, you, you know, you, you have. And like I say, if you think of it as your child, this dog come over and attacked your child. I don't care if your child's up a tree or down in a rabbit hole or wherever. Your child did no harm. So no one's got a claim against you. He doesn't have a claim against you, so don't even insinuate or ask him if he's got a claim against you. Don't even go there. You've got a claim. I've got a claim against you, buddy. You did me harm. You did my my property harm. You damaged my property. And here's what it cost me. Here's the bill. And I expect you to pay it. Be an honor. Stay an honor. Simple as that. Yeah. Charge, yeah, I'll please. just put in a final notice. Final <laughs> final notice. I'll just put final notice. I'm not even going to respond there you to go. there, there you. You haven't answered me. You know, you haven't answered me. You've no, done, no. you know. No. No, just final notice. Yeah. 
And um, if you want some ideas and su- suggestions, let's get together and see Mike, see what Mike says. And um, Greetings, Stephen. And just go right back to the beginning. Um, your property has caused me harm, loss, and injury. I, Janine... Your dogs have... No, I would your, just say... Sorry, sorry. Your dogs your cause. Prop, no, you got to keep it. Your, your dogs... Your property. Your property. Okay, I'll slow down here, and you can write this out. And... Um, your dogs mm-hmm. cause harm okay. to I. Greetings, Stephen. Your property. Uh-huh. Yeah, your property has caused harm, loss. No, and no. You want to avoid the ed, ing ed, past and future. So your property cause harm to okay. I. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Thank you. Okay, your property caused harm to I, a woman. I thought um, you, I thought you were thinking about putting a not just harm but loss and injury. Yeah, harm to I, a woman. Injury. Harm, harm loss. Injury. injury to my property. And loss to the amount of blah blah blah. Oh, okay. okay, so that's harm to I, injury to my property, and loss um, to the amount of the vet bill. Okay. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Mm. Super. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to find out legal. Okay. Legal action. Thank you very much, guest five. Okay. Stephen, greetings. Your property caused harm to I. Injure, I just I, I just put harm to I. And my person, can I put that? A uh, person, no. I wouldn't even mention no? a person. But I don't I could be wrong, but I wouldn't... Men- I'm, yeah, I don't know. We don't know what person means. Yeah, I, yeah, something... Well, if you cause harm to you, something somebody brought up with Carl, it can also... It could not only causes harm to you, ah, oh, statues person, yeah, okay, harm to I, harm to I, injury to my property, and loss to the amount of such and such. That sounds good. He can understand that. As long as he can understand that. See, this is the letter in the private. So as long as he can um, understand it. This bill that, unless this bill that is, uh, true, okay, post, due, and owing is paid by, what's the date for today? 19th, it's paid by the 30th of September. It doesn't last the time, yeah. yeah. September, um, legal action. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we'll take it. Whoop, no, no. <laughs> Whoa. Spank you. We're going to spank you. What word did you use there? Jenny. You say legal? What? Did you say legal? Yeah. Can you see the board, Sonia? 
No, but I heard what you said. Okay. Oh, yeah. now, well, guest five said. Guest oh, five I, said. I, I see um, what you're saying. Legal. Please, please. Uh, be kind and pay the full amount, or I have no other choice but to seek out a legal avenue to solve this matter. Now, and I wrote back and I went legal. Oh, I see. Oh, so you know, and. <laughs> Guest five says you do not want him to deter you do you do do not want to deter him from paying. Court equals I oh, sorry legal equals court. Legal equals small claims court. And the, the, I know that the small claims court I'm pretty sure goes under common law. Um, or something, but it wouldn't it wouldn't because it says civil and administrative. So they've taken over that as well, okay. but. If we want to really stick to common law, could you could you not say something like um, um, lawful? You know, um, lawful action will be taken. No, 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 no. Could you not say? Now I've read this in in legal papers that we will take matters uh, further, or we will take matters. Um, okay, let me get my thoughts together here. Um, we will take appropriate uh, actions upon this matter. We will take um, action uh, on this matter. Uh, there are lots of other ways of putting it besides using the word legal. Because you don't want to go legal. Like, you, even though you might be going small claims court, they don't know that. But, I mean, you, we want to practice common law, right? So you could say, uh, Stephen, I, I require this to be paid just an idea. I require this to be paid by the 30th of September or within 14 days or whatever you want to put. Dear Stephen, I require this uh, compensation to be paid within 14 days or I have no choice but to take matters um, to another venue or to another um, in another direction to, uh, to take matters in a whatever. Any There's got to be a hundred different ways that you can say without saying I'm going to take it legally. Um, I had a thought, but I lost, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had some, some thoughts that I thought were not too bad, but maybe it's getting late. Yeah, 10 to 10. Um, let me think. Will you guys go ahead and think? Let me think, too. Um, dear Stephen, I require um, this matter... to be taken care of by you within 14 okay. days. Or so I'm it's happy. got, Stephen, greetings. Your property caused harm to I. Um, injury to my property and loss to the amount of that. I require this bill that now that is true, oh, that is true, opposed to and owing, um, paid, by 30th of September or I have no other choice but to seek out a legal avenue to solve this matter. That sounds okay. Yeah. Now, hang on. If you, are, if you are having trouble paying the full amount at once, we could work out a payment schedule that best suits your needs. Well, that's very sweet of you. Yes. Like, how, how better could you get? Yeah, that sounds great, Janine. To me. If you, oh no, guess five, just put that up. <laughs> if you are having, okay, trouble paying. Well, she's being an honor. 
she's definitely in honor. Like, how compassionate is that? And Jesus would want us to be that way, you know. Uh, instead of totally forgiving the debt. One. <laughs> yeah. You could work. Hey, guess five. At least I have a little bit of <laughs> She's not totally forgiving him. Guess five. She has been a little bit tough. That meets your needs. Women just do those things, don't they? They just have to have this compassion and a little bit of, a little bit of heart. But uh, don't push us around too much. Because we can bite back. Yeah, so that's my compromise, is working out a payment schedule. Well, that's very nice. Like, I mean, you couldn't get a better letter than that. Do you want to read that again one more time, Jenny? I think that's a wonderful letter, and I, you know, I think that might be something that I might want to post up on uh, um, a room that I started up just for, I, you know, okay. I, want, I want to remember that letter. Fine, okay, final notice. Okay. Gre- Stephen, greetings. Your property caused harm to I, a woman, injury to my property, and loss to, to the amount of such and such. I require this bill that is true, post due and owing, paid by the 30th of September, or I will have no other choice but to seek out a legal avenue to solve this matter. If you are having problems paying the full amount at once, we could work out a payment schedule that meet, that, that meets your needs. That are oh, that best. That best meets your needs. Okay, one thing that just clicks in my head. I love it, Janine. But one thing that clicks in my head at the very, very end there, he could say, "Okay, meets my needs." Yeah. Oh, a buck a month. Yeah. A buck a month. Yeah. Oh, meets. Okay, me- well, it'll meet my need to pay you five dollars a year. Yeah. For the next 10,000 years. Okay. Um, maybe something that we could agree on. Yeah, maybe maybe, uh, yeah, maybe we should change change that a little bit. Okay. Something that, that we that, um, agree that, um, on. If you are having trouble paying the full amount at once, we could work out a payment schedule. There we go. There we go. That, yeah. that we both can agree to. Yeah, that's better. Doesn't put you that both of us, not both of us agree on. Yeah, it would have to be that both of you agree on, not just to suit him. You're such a compassionate woman. Yeah, you want to do everything to to please the man that's caused you harm. But yeah, no, it's got to be something that's going yeah, to be. Let suited. me work on that. Yeah. Well, you know what. You know what, Janine? I just have a thought. Not not to be cold, downhearted, or anything. Like you're very loving and, and very compassionate woman. But you know, I'm almost thinking. Well, I wonder whether you shouldn't leave that part out because maybe the man makes more money than you. Maybe maybe now that you've set your foot down and and you want him just to basically make just to pay it. Wait for a letter from him. Wait for a letter from him, and he might agree and say, "All right, Janine." I don't want you to take legal action, um, but I can't afford it. Why don't I can you... always ask him? So you think I should say put in a letter? Um, uh, uh, you take know, that out. Uh, no, I'm saying take that. No, letter, leave it out altogether for now. Just for now, yeah. Wait for his response. 
um, he might be able to pay you all at once. So why why give him any more of a break? Because he's he's tortured you and you, and your animal. Uh, so take that. I take that right out and wait for a response. Keep it short and simple, like Carl says. So just tell him you require, or you're going to have to take legal matters. Okay. Have. So what I what I think I might do is actually state the three different parts in a letter. You know, like on one line, put harm to I. Okay. The second line, um, injury to my property. The third line, loss to the amount of the vet bill. Yeah. So he's able to see one, two or three. I can claim three different things here. That's interesting, Janine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, so, um, so um, I, I'm, you know, so I can put that down, mm -hmm. right, and then say... Um, I, I require you just at this stage just to pay for the vet bill. That's another point. And all will be forgiven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember Carl mentioning about forgiving. Do, 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 pay up. <laughs> yeah, many times. Yeah, it's like uh, if you return my property, my children, I will forgive you yes. of your trespasses. Like I won't sue yes. you. Yes, so if I say... You know, by paying the bill, okay, no further action will be taken, nor will, um, nor will, you know, I'll just, uh, let me think about it. I think about it. Okay, it, this is, see, this is great. This is why we get together and brainstorm mm -hmm. because with three or four of us working in common law, we're tightening it up. We're making it, you know, um, just tossing around ideas, eh? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's got to mm -hmm. suit the occasion. It's, it's got to suit the circumstance, got to suit the occasion, and it's got to suit the personality, too, because, like, um, you know, uh, Mike might be able to say one thing in court, Carl might be able to say one thing in court, but if you or I have to go into court, we got this has got to be part of our heart. This has got to be a part of us, so it's got to suit us as well. Yeah. Not just because. So my, you know, my, my my trespass, my trespass will be injury to property. That hmm. that will be it. It'll be a simple claim of trespass, injury to property. Yeah, sounds perfect to me. In my eyes, now I don't know about anybody else, but I, to me, that I can understand that trespass to my property. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, you know, that's you all it is. It's just tres trespass on my property. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, trespass. You know, causing injury to property. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can say trespass, um, uh, which cause personal injury. Which does, yeah, because you've got to pay for it. That that's it. Yeah. But if it goes to court, I will be you know, it will be harm, injury and loss. Yeah, for sure. And then he knows he knows if you've got to take it any further, uh, it's gonna cost him more. Then now we're well talking, actually now maybe we're I should court. say that. If I have to if I if I do if if I do have to seek a legal avenue, I will be going for harm, injury and loss. Well, you basically already did say that. You basically said that when you said, um, you know, I expect this to, this to be paid on, on a certain date 
or I will have no choice but to to seek uh, legal um, uh, legal avenue or venue, whichever way you put that. Oh, well, well, you know, I said legal. Uh, seek out a legal avenue to solve this matter. Yeah. So he which knows. Which is a great. It's a great statement. Yeah. So that's all you got to say, because he knows if you got to seek out a le- legal avenue, uh, he knows that's going to cost more money, and he's not stupid. He's a, he's a man. He's going to know when you start talking legal. That, well, that even gonna, if he takes it before a lawyer. Yeah. Even if he takes it before a lawyer, and he says, "Whoa, she could she could claim personal injury here." Or personal harm. Yeah, so you don't have to tell them that. You don't have to put any more into it. You've, you've right. Buy a woman claim wrong of trespass. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Well, yeah, I, I think your letter's probably as complete as it needs to be. Don't don't you, Janine, or any any other friends on the call? Like simple. Not, 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 not too hard for him to understand. Um, I a woman claim, yeah. Well, you know, on the yeah, that's Carl's own word. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Guess Five. The exhibit. I love. Keep, I get excited when it's kept simple. You know, um, I and and the thing is, when I start brainstorming too much and I get bogged down in stuff, that's when it. That's that's when it's hurting me because mm-hmm. yeah. you know because there's got to be something inside of me that's going no you're going the wrong way you're going the wrong way yeah. you when, know when, but when women, women, women have, people like this ah oh, get excited i women, do women have a tendency of doing that and i and i know i yeah. can speak for a second. we have a tendency of doing that we we've just got to keep picking and keep picking and keep picking that's our nature for some reason men are supposed to be uh the ones that are created with the, with the logic um, where they keep yeah. it simple, they just say da 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 da, da and that's it. But women, that women, is why that is why Carl and Mike are just so good because they just keep they just keep it so simple and you know really they enlighten all of us to keep to keep you know. Yeah, and yeah. then that's where I I think your letter is perfect. Do you want to read it one more time just to hear it for yourself, Janine, and so we can hear it too. Read it one more time oh. just just the way you had it there. Oh, final notice. Yes, please. Stephen, greetings. Your property caused harm to I, a woman, injury to my property, and loss to the amount of. I require this bill that is true, post due, and owing, paid by the 30th of September, or I have no other choice but to seek out a legal avenue to solve this matter. Perfect. I think that's perfect. There's no threat. It's the truth. It's all the truth. Yep. There's no lie. Um, and that's that's it. Yeah, that sounds. I think that sounds wonderful, Janine. Uh, it's so simple to understand. There's no legalese. There's no complications in it. It's it's so simple. Any man or woman, man or woman, not child, but any man or woman should be able to understand it. I I think it's. I I, I don't think you should brainstorm this anymore. Send that to him. Yep. And uh, yeah, I I I think it's great, Janine. I yep. do. Because I can tell. I can tell by the way he worded his letter that was dated on the 14th that he actually did get my letter. From the that that um, that I sent on the ninth and he received on the eleventh, just because um, 
you know, he's he's trying to switch the playing field from my address halfway down the street, closer to his address. Yeah. See, and unless he would have got my letter to actually say where it did happen, he wouldn't have known. See, so he's, yeah, so, you know, just little things like that. You're not silly. You know, yeah. And I, you know, and, and as Carl says, the judge isn't silly either. The judge has, you know, the judge has heaps and heaps of experiences in this. You know, he can tell if a man is honourable, if a man is not. Yeah. You know, he can tell all these all these fabrications of, you know, the, oh, we, we see your dogs out all the time and everything like that. But you know what? I'm going to have neighbours' letters to back up my my claim that they are not out. I'm going to have seven or eight of those. I'm going to have seven or eight friends from the dog park put letters in, send me emails to actually back up my claim that my dogs are sociable and they have never injured another dog or anything else like that and they are very well controlled. I have a friend who's in the army and he said, Scott, Scott's like, Janine, he said, your dogs are better controlled than my dog. He said, oh, mate, he said, give me your email address. He said, I'll put it on my letterhead from 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 the army. He said, I'll make it look real official for you. <laughs> so anyway, you probably didn't understand one word of that because I was speaking too fast. Mm-hmm. No, that that sounds... Uh, are you okay with that? Sound good to you? It's the letters. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Now, what are, are you working on any letters, Sonia, that we could help you with? Well, um, I'm working on uh, rescinding of contracts. So are you working on what? Rescinding of contracts with Children's Day Society. Um, any contracts that my daughter has um, signed with them. We're working on rescinding, rescinding the contracts. Right. And um, uh, Eric and Leo, and, uh, and of course, through what I've learned through all the men and women in, in common law sort of thing, uh, you know, it should be pretty simple. But I know, like I said, as women, we, we get nervous and we, we, um, we make it more complicated than what it should be. But um, I believe that um, I should write something as simple as um, it's, my daughter's name is Jeannie, as you know, and it should be I, I Jeannie, uh, rescind any and all contracts. Um, and we're going uh, to send a, a letter. Wouldn't you say I, a woman? Um, I, I just, I, I, I'm not sure from what I've been learning, whether that's, you know, what way to go. This way I wanted to have uh, the meeting tonight with a few friends uh, just to make sure, uh, 100%, just to make sure. I'm I'm a little unsure, too, exactly what's right. Um, All right. Um, I think it would probably be good. I, a woman, Jeannie, uh, rescind all, any and all contracts, and I've been getting different messages now. I've been getting different messages that that I should send a letter to the head office, you know, like a head office. Uh, actually, the 
um, director of supervisors. They said instead of going to the guy that empties the garbage, go go to the man that owns the building. So go to the head. This is what I believe that we we should be doing is go to the top and say I rescind I woman, Jeannie rescind any and all contracts uh, with the Children's Aid Society. I've been told to put uh, put the whole term out there. Anyone, you know, as far as the Children's Aid Society, not just one particular man or woman, because there may be several contracts with different men or women. So I rescind all and any contracts um, that have been signed by I uh, with the Children's Aid Society. Um, simple as that, I guess. I'm really not sure. This is why I wanted to have a little bit of a meeting with some friends and find out exactly what I, you know, what we should what we should write. My daughters. Okay. Um, Sonia, I do have a um, a written thing from Carl's very, very first call. Uh, claim one page suits that was done on the 28th of March 2013. Okay. Uh, and he states, uh, the simple answer is like the parents can go back and rescind the contract because they can state a claim that the contract was not carried out in the manner in which it was offered. So, you know, did they offer to do something for her? Like, oh, we will just take them and look after them now and we will return them to you? Yeah, that was the contract, exactly. That that was the contract? Well, they have not carried out the contract in the manner in which it was offered. Uh, that's um, within uh, just after three minutes hmm. into the uncommon law. Okay, and Carl's got as an example when somebody offers you something, if they don't say when you sign it that is with or without prejudice, you can presume it is without prejudice. So signed without prejudice, which yours would have been, it means I can bring this up again any time I want in court as many times as I want. And Carl says there's actually technical terms for it, which is fraud in the factum, which you believe that you were signing something and they were never going to carry through with it, or fraud in the inducement, which means that after you signed it, they forgot to tell you something. Yours sound like fraud in the factum. The fraud in the factum, fact as in F-A-C-T-U-M. I'm just going to get a coffee, copy of that, mm -hmm. of what he explains it. And I'll put it up in chat. Oops, wrong one. Okay, I'll paste in there. Okay, so fraud in the factum, you believe you were signing something and they were never going to go through with it, which they never returned the child to her like they had in the contract. Yeah, because that, that was the agreement. 
That was the agreement. That was the contract. They Mm -hmm. broke the contract. They didn't follow through with the contract. Um, So, yeah, so I've I've got... There's also another word. But this is a legal word. No, I don't want to use a legal word because then that means it'll it'll put it in their jurisdiction. I'll stay right away from that. Um... I put this in. Oh, hey, this is what we were led to believe, but this is what we truly got. So, go back. Just put this in here. Maybe it can help somehow. Hi, Eric. Yeah, I just put it, you know, I just noticed, I was just uh, going to get a drink of water and noticed Eric popped in and Eric's, uh, Eric's one that uh, has been sharing with me some ideas on how to, so I, how to deal with this rescinding of uh, signatures. So I've got several, several different types of letters wrote in and then, um, right. Would you like to, would you like to read them here? What your letters are, and we can tighten it up. Yeah, of course. And, I mean, guess five is amazing. So, uh, you know, and then because I'm not actually involved in it, you know, it's not going to be that emotional for me, even though I still am a woman. Oh no, I, yeah, no, I, I think I'm, um, I'm almost past the part of emotion. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, Um, let's see here. I'm just just looking at, through my book. Greetings, and it, this is going to go to the director of the supervisors. I, at a time, believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with the Children's Aid Society. The contract is causing harm. I rescind any and all contracts. I no longer require your services. Date and signed. I at a time believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with the Children's Society. The contract is causing harm. I rescind any and all contracts. I no longer require your services. Date and signed. No, get rid of the ing. Not is causing harm. Cause it's not causing. I was causing. wondering about that word, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, Carl. Carl, Carl said. Uh, um, I'm about the eds. And I'm, the I'm just about to write it down. Actually, it is in the first one, the very first one, right at the end of about one and a half hours. He says, "Don't use." E-D-I-N-G, yeah. you know, um, it, it caused, it, it, it caused, um, it caused harm to I, a woman, somehow, I don't know, okay. maybe I guess. I see what you're saying, I see what you're saying. Um, the contract 
It definitely is no longer a benefit. Causes harm to I? Contract causes harm to I? Cause. No, just cause. Cause. Contract causes harm to I. Yeah, it's it's really got to be like a pigeon English speak. Yeah, but anyway, they they don't understand. If we want them to think we're idiots, that's fine. The contract, the contract cause. We'll just think about the same. Or you can say continue to cause harm to I. Yeah, hang on, let me see. Um, what's the first part of the letter? Greetings. Um, and this letter is going to go to a man named Steve. Okay. Steve. <laughs> Another Steve. My goodness. <laughs> Wow, this is yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. funny. Okay, this man's a, the head. He's a, um, the head of um, the the supervisors. He's a director of the supervisors in uh, Peterborough. Mm-hmm. Peterborough. Um, Halliburton. Guess, guess five. Guess five has just written up on your site. I, a woman, rescind my signature from the contract. That's it. But there's more than one. There's more than one. So so what Eric was saying, um, any and all, any and all contracts, but I, I don't, I, thank you, um, guess five, I, a woman, rescind my signature. Mm-hmm. Any any contract, just any contract, okay. not all. Any contract, which is all. Yeah, I, a woman, rescind my signature from any contract I'll just put in the with now. with the child services, with child services or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Okay, we'll, um, we'll just add to that. Maybe we can go over this. What time are we? 10.14 here. Um, yeah. Greetings, Steve. I, a woman... And um, I, I like what uh, I was told here. I, a woman, at a time, believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with... Now, see, this is the thing. We don't know exactly all who she entered a contract with, you know, and she doesn't even know because, of course, they're not going to give us any paperwork. We've required it, we required it, but we don't know if we're going to get it. So anyway... I at the time believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with Children's Aid Society. That's what I was told that that may be an idea to put, but I know it should be a man or a woman, right? Instead of saying Children's Aid Society, see, it was there were several contracts. Now that I get thinking, okay, Sonia, I'm only new to this. My question is, there were several contracts with the. um, but those those men or women would have been working on behalf of the Children's Aid Society or something like that, wouldn't they? Yes. Okay. So, um, guess five. If she just puts, um, I, uh, you know, if she just says, I believe it was, you know, a benefit to I in the past. Uh, it is no longer a benefit. I, a woman, rescind my signature from any contract with the um sorry Sonia, what is it? Child Children's Aid Society. With the Children's Aid Society, is that all that she needs to put? 
Oh, held by. Okay. I rescind my any sick any contract. Okay, I rescind any contract held by the child children's aid society. Oh, children's aid society, or you know, or and you can put uh, or C A S. Is that what they're called? C A S as well. C A S in Ontario. Yeah. C A S known as. Uh, yeah, uh, the the CAS known as Children's Aid Society. So would that be straight to the point? Uh, okay, I'm just looking over this letter again and trying to fill in spots. I at a time believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with. Yeah, I'm still a little confused. Sorry, friends. Seems pretty simple to me, but I know, yeah, we can... And I... Okay. Guess five saying signature brings life to contract. Um, signature. Okay. okay, greeting Stephen. At one time, I believe... It was of benefit to enter a contract with child children's aid services. Um, we have to fill in the gap now. Mm-hmm. This is oh, this is of no, uh, um, this is of no longer a benefit to I. Can you say that this is of no? Oh, this is. No longer a benefit. It is okay. Sorry, it is no longer. I just wrote all that out. It is no longer a benefit. Benefit to I, and I rescind any any contract. With with the CAS mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Good. okay um, should she ask at this time should she just send that or also ask for a return of her property, I think that uh, I think rescinding signatures should be separate. This is just my belief, of course. Uh, first, rescind all uh, signatures and contracts, and then because here, here's here's I remember what Carl said: when you put too many things into a letter, if the yeah. judge orders one clash like he 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 throws it out he can order they all go they all go yes right like if he can't fulfill one order they all go out yes do everything separately if you've got one to one man one to one woman one to whatever um the judge can't throw them all out they're all separate so yeah so rescinding of signatures 
uh, I believe, would be done separately. And then, um, you know, it could I, be it could be a you know the next day or a day after, and 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 then write another letter saying I require um, my property to be returned. Would be yeah. a, another letter. So it is no longer a benefit to I, and I rescind any contract with the child aid for services. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's so simple. I eh? like how how much simpler it can get. We we make things. Hi, Leo. Leo just dropped in, friends. Yeah, yeah. That's that that's true. You see, we're making it too long. That, no, that that's so simple. Um, like, it, does it know, feel good? Does it does it feel right? Does it feel good to you? Does it? Well, you know, like I think if if I can understand it, then they should be able to, right? Yes. You know, they're they're men and women, and um, thanks, guess five. We're just throwing around ideas, throw the ideas around Skype. I have been guest five. Thank you. Well, some some I have been. I'm um, I'm very quiet and humble in 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 whatever type of woman. Um, I just un, until I get ready to do something, then I don't say too much. I I listen, I learn, and try to pack it in. And then uh, when I'm ready to go, I say, okay, um, you know, I'm get, I'm getting ready here. I'm getting anxious. It's been too long. I've been sitting on a you know a toadstool <laughs> for way too freaking long. I'm getting sick of this got to get this done um and and you know you always keep thinking especially women you always keep thinking oh i got to learn a bit more i got to learn a bit more you know it's just him and han and men are just like you know gung-ho right into it. i love working with men working out in the field with men you know because they're just that that much aggressive that they just gung-ho let's do it and uh you know that's the way the way you know it's it's nice to work with men in, in that way sometimes Sometimes, but uh, anyway, thanks, guest five. Yeah, I'll throw around the ideas around Skype, but I'm I'm really getting anxious to put a letter out here. First, got to rescind. Okay, I I I say I, um, but you know I'm I'm doing a lot of this. I I may be doing a lot of this mostly on my own. I can't seem to get my daughter in gear, and I don't care. You know, I I have to do this for me. Uh, for for my grandchildren, whatever happens happens, sort of thing. And whatever's happening with her, I really don't. I I can't distinguish. I can't figure out. It's it's scaring her. I don't know whether it's her self confidence, whether she's just lost her hope or doesn't trust common law. She's afraid of being hurt again. I don't know what the issues are, but I'm going to continue to go with this. I can't I can't quit. Anyway, so what my first step is going to be is is getting her to rescind uh, her signature on all contracts, and that will happen. We just uh, sent some letters out uh, last week actually requiring um, all contracts. I had spoke with a woman actually on the phone, and I know this is kind of against common law things, but I thought I'm going to make some phone calls and I'm going to find out who the head is. So I phoned out and found out that Steve was the director of the supervisors. And this woman phoned me back. She says, you were looking for Steve. I said, yes, I was. I said, I would like to write a letter to him, and I'm just wondering, you know, uh, where to write the letter to and what the address may be and stuff. And she said, well, is there anything I can help you with? 
And I said, well, if, if you, you know, if you would, you know, since you're offering, basically, yeah, uh, I would really like to get, uh, you know, we, in a, a general question, would really like to get um, all the contracts that have been signed uh, in a particular case. And she said, oh, yeah, that's no problem. All you got to do is write a letter. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, okay. So I uh, talked to my daughter, and we wrote a letter stating that we would like um, uh, copies of all contracts, any and all contracts. So we sent it out, registered mail, and I thought, well, I'll wait and see what happens. But to me, that's not important because I don't care what the contracts were. We're going to rescind them all, right? So, uh, anyway. uh, Sonia Guest 5 said, send your letter registered. Okay. Now, now, uh, yeah. Well, I look. I sent my letter registered, but um, I thought it was man to man. Um, that only the man that I sent it to could actually sign for it, and I went down to the post office, and they said no. In Australia, anyone from that address um, can sign for that letter, yeah. um, and that that was so new to me mm-hmm. and he said if you want it um, person to person you have to actually pay extra yeah so that means the only person that it the, only the name on the letterhead is the only one who can actually sign for it so yeah okay yeah, yeah I recall Jeanine, thank you sweet I recall um, you talking about that and uh, here I'm not 100% sure, but I know I can track it very easily. I can find out who did sign for it. That's not a problem uh, to finding out who signed for it. But I usually put on the bottom of the envelopes, um, you know, in the left-hand corner for some reason, I'll put attention to the particular man or woman. But anyway, when we sent this letter out uh, requiring requiring uh, all and any contracts that were signed between Jeannie and the Children's Day Society, uh, I did put the woman's name uh, because she gave me her name. She was very, very nice. And, you know, I thought, okay, she's really gung-ho here. And she says, oh, yeah, no problem. You get a copy of all the contracts. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try this, you know, just for the experience, just for the letter writing. So we sent it registered mail. And um, I've got the date. I've got a little little pad here going, of, you know, in a, in a booklet of all uh, children's aid issues, uh, things that, you know, when I send things out, uh, I put a little star on my calendar when it's time for me to reply or, um, you know, blah, 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 just really trying to keep organized. So anyway, I've got that part done. But um, I'm, all, I'm I'm ready to um, get my daughter to write a letter of rescinding all signatures. Um, Leo, Leo's on the call this evening. Leo's been uh, wonderful about helping me, and um, Eric, um, everybody's been great. But actually, Leo wanted to see a copy of the contracts, just in case there's something that we missed, you know, that we didn't remember, and that is so possible. When you're dealing with Children's Aid Society, they freak your mind and your life up so bad, you don't know if you're uh, which way you're going. You, you, you're spun in circles. They financially bust you, break you. They'll bust your back. I mean, they do everything. Who said Who said that? Who said that? Yeah, who said that? Who said what, Jeanine? Pardon me, Jeanine. Oh, sorry. I was just looking at that. Um, uh, 
the um, you you were just you were just saying something, and who said that? Um, who said what? Who said they will they will they will twist your mind, bend you, and break you? Who, who said that? I did. I did. Oh, okay. I thought you were reading it from a letter. Sorry, Sonia. No, no. But what I'm saying is, um, anyway, a, a friend had asked to see all the contracts. If we could get all the contracts from the Children's Society, because you get confused because you don't know what you've signed, what you haven't. They they don't offer you copies all the time. So when it comes, uh, you know, th- this is um, good things for anyone that happens to come across this show and is listening to any experiences from the Children's Aid Society. Well, I know firsthand that when you're dealing with the Children's Aid Society, every time they come into your door, um, they'll have something that they want you to sign or, um, you know, some sort of agreement and uh, basically, if you don't do it, they, they kind of threaten you. Well, if you don't do this, you know, you're going to have this problem. If you don't do that, you're gonna, you, you may have this problem. Yeah, isn't it wonderful that, you know, learning all this, we can have the camera on hand videotaping them because, you know, that seems to change a lot of their attitude. As someone said, it changes them a lot. Because, um, you know, if they threaten you on tape, it's on tape. And uh, they can be hell liable. But, you know, with, without that, they, um, they can just say anything that they want and get away with anything they want. Mm-hmm. So this is why I was trying to require all the, all the contracts, just so I could have another uh, man or woman in common law to take a look at the contracts and see if they can see things in a different perspective than what I do. Did you keep, oh, Sonia, did you keep the original uh, contracts? Uh, we have some. Okay, some, we, okay. Excuse me, we do have some. And uh, the original contract from the very, very beginning we don't have because, um, you know, we, we just never thought of it at that time. Uh, it's gotten lost. But, uh, no, anyway, we'll see what happens if I do get uh, the original contracts from them. But, anyway... I still believe, like like Carl and in, in common law, that uh, all we need to do is basically rescind all and any contracts. And that 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 covers it all, you know. Just do it all in writing. Um, yeah, and guess five said, please. And guess five said, remember to keep the original of your letter. Yeah. Um, and you send them a copy. Yes, I, I really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I know, no, but it's worth remembering because I've got to remember to do such things too. Yes, because when uh, what what we're taught is when we send out something like a hydro bill or a Bill Canada bill or whatever, we always send them back the original, don't we? Right. Yes. Yes, yeah, we do. Yeah. So that's the way we've been trained to send back the original. So yeah, no. So this reminder of of keeping the original and only sending copies is a great reminder because we we've been taught the exact opposite, you know, by by this quote system of things. So yeah, it's a great reminder because we forget. Oh wow! 
so you actually keep the original stuff that they send you and make a photocopy it and you send back a copy of that original that they send you. You do that. Wow. No, I don't do that. Okay. But I, but I mean, we could. Yeah. We could. We, we can. Hey, that would be interesting. That that would be interesting to say, if, see if they could take a photocopy of the original if we keep the original. How interesting would that be if they can't accept it if it's a photocopy? <laughs> I just sort of... <laughs> just imagine if everybody in the world started doing that. They sent out the originals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we, we kept all the originals and photocopied it and just paid paid it with the photocopying and they couldn't accept it because it wasn't the original. Wouldn't that be different? Wouldn't that be? <laughs> it's a wild so, thought. So, yeah, wouldn't that be nice if they say we don't owe a bill? Uh, we don't owe the bill because we don't have the original. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think that would work. But, I mean, yeah, that's a great idea, Janine. Yeah, no, don't, no, get, don't get us into, yeah, don't get no, into no. that because. <laughs> no, uh, it's not going to work. <laughs> there, I um, I got into, be, before I started studying with Carl, I was into a lot of other things too, Robert Menard and 96 is your fix and A4V and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, stuff that could, you know, has got some people thrown into jail, but uh, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of things that, like our hydro is supposed to be paid for, our education is supposed to be paid for, we're not supposed to be being charged property tax. I mean, there's so many routes to go, you know. There's there's so many ways to go, but we're, you know, a lot of us are hung up in our our, our, our situations that we have every day. Now that, that keeps us busy enough, but, I mean, yeah, there's lots of issues out there that, you know, I would like to help other people with. Like I have a... An elderly woman friend, she's 73 years old, I think, and, uh, you know, she has a hard time paying her property tax, and, and, they, and she's got her house paid for, her husband died, she's a widow, and if she doesn't have her property taxes paid on time, they threaten her to come, you know, they're just going to take a place, and I thought, I'm going to learn about this property tax. Like, God gave us a piece of this land, you know, we all have the right uh, in God's eyes, to to live on this land without our right being turned into a privilege and being charged for it. Okay? So, I mean, there's so many things. Like it's same as our right to travel. We have a right to travel, and and the government wants to turn our right into a privilege and charge us for it. You know, um, you yeah. know, we, yeah, it's, it's, it's retarded. That's right, because people, people have never said, hey, you can't do this because people have never been taught. You know, can you just imagine if we had learnt this from a very, very early age from our parents who knew the law, um, they wouldn't be able, they wouldn't be doing, uh, you know, they would be acting all in honour. The government, the judicial system, they would act all in honour because they would know that they could not get away with it. And getting away with it, they would be held liable exactly. if they didn't act in honour and act in the correct manner. Um, I guess five said, um, it, yeah, if you're keeping the original, that, uh, that means, um, you know, because they asked you to have the original. So, um, and if they had the original, 
um, it can just suddenly vanish and disappear. So that's the reason why you keep the original. So it can't disappear and you can just keep giving them copies. Um, and something said, guest five said, also said, it is, okay, you send all presentments or the bills back to the principal. I'm not fully understanding that um, due to my limited knowledge. I don't understand what he means, principal. Please, uh, yeah, if you can go a little further on that. I don't understand that. So, of course, I'll, I don't mind saying, no, I don't know. So please explain that to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's something where they can get out of paying bills um, or something, but that's sort of like advanced common law at the moment for me. Um, I'm just finding my way around. Maybe in another three years I might be... <laughs> I might be better inclined to understand yeah. what that means. Yeah. Well, we're learning. We're learning as we go. Every little bit means a lot. Like it doesn't matter. Like you know, I, I hear so many men and women say, "Oh, maybe in two years, maybe in five years, maybe in what?" Hey, we've learned what in in how much period of time? Uh, whether we've been studying it a month or or three months or six months or a year, we've learned now. We've learned now. We 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 know what we know now. It's the same as studying the Bible. It's the same as studying astrology or nursing or doctoring. Whatever we know, we know now. It doesn't matter who who says that we have to study this for five years to know it. Bull. Uh, we know what we know now, and we apply what we know now. Yes. So whatever we know now is super. Is is yeah. super. You know. It's, because isn't it? You know, we can know everything underneath the sun. But if we don't apply it to actually experience it, we can't say whether it really works or not, can we? You know, but if we're actually applying this by doing, doing, doing it, like applying the knowledge that we learn, then we've got first-hand experience. So, you know, and we can cut corners to help our fellow men so it's going to get easier for them down the road. Because we've got the knowledge, so we go, look, don't do this, this doesn't work. Look, this works, try this. Oh, that didn't work? Oh, well, it did with me. Okay, let's have a look at another way of doing it. You, you know, and this is the most wonderful, this is this is what family's all about, you know, working together. Awesome. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Love it. I love this. Well, that's about common life, isn't it? You know, we teach our children about sex when it's appropriate you know, we, we teach our children about uh, how to cook when it's appropriate. We, we we teach our, you know, children about anything and everything. And this is the same with common law. You know, if they're going to ride a bike out in the middle of the road, we would teach them, you know, uh, don't ride your bike in the middle of the road. You know, if a car comes, uh, you've got a problem. So it's just yeah, all the same in, in common law. So we learn as we go whether it be biblically or common law or whatever, um, who says, oh, you're going to know this in five years? Oh, you're going to know this in ten years? Um, no, no. We learn as we're going because we're all you know, flesh and blood, imperfect men and women, and, and we learn as we go. So, um, you know, I don't agree with this when they say, oh, well, you might know it in a year or two. Or you might know it in a year three or four or five. Like, for example, Carl, we all love him. We all love Carl. Um, and, and he's still learning. 
He's still going to have to go through things. I just saw a post on Facebook about Dean Clifford. The lifestyle, eh? The lifestyle. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep going. Yeah, they're criticizing Dean Clifford now on Facebook. And they got a big post on, on him. Oh, he's a free man on the land and he doesn't pay taxes. Whoa. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. And did you see that story? The story, it, what it does is it makes the judge look very honorable. It makes the judge look more than fair. It makes the judge look just that he's given Dean Clifford all these, you know, look, saying, look, we're, we're, Dean, we're trying to work with you here, but you're just being, you know, and it shows Dean up to be an ignorant, you know, um, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do and no one's going to stop me sort of guy. Um, yeah, and it, it just, you know, and that's what they want to portray you know, but but that's what I mean. If and you know what, this is what this is what they're going to use. They're going to use this sort of thing as an excuse to crack down if they can on this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, oh, yeah. you know, that's why Dean has to be careful because he he is representing common law. He is representing. He is a representative of the common law. Okay, that means like no harm, no injury, no loss. You know, you 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 honour another man or another woman. You know, you be nice, you be considerate. So you know, and if Dean was was coming forward, presenting himself as a humble man, a considerate man, I'm telling you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna see the people just fall over themselves to get there. Just go, well, this man, you know, he's humble, he's honourable. There's something happening here. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it well, seems like they're setting him up. You know, they're setting him up to actually put him away. Um, and you, you know, and he he's not getting much support from people who don't know about this law. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's like another man or woman. He's he's trying to learn it, and you know we all have our twists, we all have our ways, and and like Carl says too, there is no template. There is no template. So we're all we're all trying. We're all doing. We all have different personality traits, and we're all going to try something different. We're all going to have different experiences. You know, we we might have an experience with, the, with one law. Well, you over in Janine, Janine over in Australia, you might have a different uh, a different uh, issue with another law. And um, Leo out in his country might have a an issue with his law. Somebody in California might have an issue with their law out there. So it's all going to be different. There's there's no there is no template. But but the common law is kind of basically the same in a way. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it's at least if we all stick together and work together, uh, it's yeah. just like yeah, it's like studying about God and uh, you know what what the future is for mankind. It's we just stick together and and show love and um, want to help, want to help each other. That's what it's all about. 
look, I, I like I like Dean. You have a look at you. You have a look at the man. You know. You know, just on he's had to fight alone. You know, fighting for his rights, which is helping other people stand up for theirs. You know, and he feels like he's doing it alone because he he doesn't have. You know, like you see a lot of people at his um, seminars, but are they standing behind him in court? Are they, you know, are they, I don't know. I See, I don't know about it, but, you know, he's a fighter. Mm-hmm. He's a fighter. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, and he does feel like he's fighting alone, um, you know, but there's there, there's better ways to fight than you know, being rude. Uh, there's better ways to fight than yelling and screaming at a judge. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's better ways, you know, like people have heard him, you know, degrade a, a man. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if he's a judge or anything else. They've heard him degrade a man or a woman in a court. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but if you can... Yeah, I, I like him because you know he. The thing is, he he is standing up for his rights, but there's 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 just a, a better way of doing it, which is Carl's way. Yeah, yeah, and you know I I've noticed too that that um, a lot of men and women in 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 our group in our groups say, oh, you know, you got to be peaceful, you got to be as sweet as pie. You, you know, you got to be nice. you got to be kind. But, you know, uh, this is where I, I get a little touchy on, on my calls. Uh, when somebody steps in and starts being rude and ignorant and cursing and swearing or calling people names or assholes or jerks or, you know, whatever, I'll cut them off because I can't tolerate it. Because I don't you don't have... like it, do you? Or, or, well, I, I wouldn't like it if yeah. someone was doing that to me. And I'd, there, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that that would like that done to them yeah. no matter who they are you know they're 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 they're, they're, they're a man or woman acting in some sort of capacity yeah. um, we're, we're supposed to be mature adults yeah and as, as mature adults if we can't be calm like you know i i found and and i'll say this on this show i found a lot of men okay are 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 the ones that are out of control where they they curse and they swear and they yell and they scream and they talk about women being emotional and I, and I'll say and I and I'll say this right to their face you know I I won't say anything about any particular man or woman on a call but but I I will say it to their face I'll and and I have done that. I I've wrote letters and I've talked with with men and women. And I say, you know, you are obnoxious. You are not very nice. You're not very loving. And no, you're not a good teacher. As far as I'm concerned, you are not a good teacher. Um, think of Jesus Christ. I'm sure Jesus Christ got uh, you know a little annoyed with his disciples once in a while. But I'm sure he didn't call them names and scream and yell at them and call them assholes and jerks and and whatever else. Can you just imagine if a judge actually did that to us, like a man who is acting as judge did that? Now, I just read a, um, I just read a, a thing where a man was, a, a judge was stood down 
because he referred to a woman as, um, oh, you know, have a look at her last name. She won't have she won't have any other job except you know something with a hairnet on or something like that. Um, and and the solicitor who was representing the woman said, I cannot. Pres- I cannot continue with this case because of what the judge has said. That judge was stood down. Did you see that post? No. No, see? Because he belittled her and in actual fact the the woman was studying law. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's a law graduate. She's uh-huh. not she she's she's not a worker in McDonalds or she doesn't hang around with a you know, with a mop and bucket as he was referring her to be. So he actually was judging her um, and because of that remark, he was actually stood down. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. so just imagine if a judge got up and said, hey, listen, you, you, you see, effer, you yeah. know, um, you know, you, you don't talk to me that way. I'm, I'm, I'm the king. I own this court. Who do you, you know, I mean, if I saw a judge do that, oh, my goodness, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Leo, I know Leo. Leo, you tried to say something, my friend, and and, and I'm sorry, uh, my friend, that uh, us women get gabbing. <laughs> Leo, no, no, please, I, I, I was just waiting for a, a dead air or something. <laughs> you got. But, it. It, but 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 sometimes <laughs> sometimes I thought there was dead air and I just tried to speak and but it wasn't dead air, so it's I women, do apologize if if, if I did cut in. It's women talking. No, that's okay. <laughs> but I do have a couple of comments. You know, Please. like uh, when you're when I've noticed that when people are uh, typing on on Skype, yeah. The way I try to type my letters is I'm I always envision myself sitting at the coffee shop across the other person, and then I'll say to that person what I would type in Skype. So I'm not going to say silly stuff because the guy could get punched out at the coffee shop. You know, like. Uh, e- even though you're texting, you should still pretend the guy can hit you in the face. Like you, you know, you should use common sense in, in that sense. Like sometimes hmm. you read the texting and then you're wondering, like these people are like 12 years old or something. Well, you, you know, have... <laughs> well, that's one you. comment. <laughs> uh, Leo, you know, I, I I do appreciate that. You know, because um, that's one thing that I don't like about um, Skype texting and even on these calls, um, I'm 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 a mother and I'm a grandmother, and for some stupid reason, um, I notice when when I'm when I'm commenting and when I see certain men or women uh, pop up here on on talk shows or whatever, I I think of them as children. I think of them as my children, and I think this is crazy, you know. And then then when I when I get to actually meet them. You know, maybe through a website or through a phone call, or whatever. I think, wow, you know, these these men and women are my age, or some are older, um, or or some are, you know, they're they're not children. What what am I thinking? This is something to do with this Facebook, or this these texting things, and. And, you know, there's no personalization here. This is why a little while ago I wanted to, to, to get me, me friends together on Skype. I thought, I'd love to meet these men and women, you know, face-to-face, you know, voice-to-voice, voice, you know, 
and I think they're just children. Meanwhile, they probably think the same thing about me. And it's it's crazy how um, this texting and all this kind of stuff has deceived us um, that we, we we don't know the the other the person on the other end. But Leo, I love your idea. Uh, you know, when we're texting someone, we should treat them like uh, you know either they're the, the same age as us. Or they have the same ideas as uh, as us, or they can turn around and punch us in the face if they wish. <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of it changes your because uh, it's hard to to pick up on tone on texting. Like with voice, you can almost pick up tone because if I get angry, my voice will raise or whatever, you know, kind of that type of stuff. But texting, sometimes it could be. Um, you know, there could be a, a joke behind it or whatever, and people could take it uh, the wrong way. So that's why it's, you, I, I think a person has to be twice as careful texting. You do. I agree I, with you because you don't, you never ever know the tone in which it was sent and what it actually yeah. means. And there's been so much disagreement in texting because the way it's written um, hasn't meant that it actually sounds like that if you were to say it. And I guess Carl has a good way when he writes letters is to to get rid of all that extra. Uh, I'm trying to come up with the word, but the extra shit, like the extra, you know, I rescind all contract because my because of this because of that. Like you you get rid of all the becauses and the, I want to do this because you know all that stuff. You just you rescind contract, period. And then you know if you text the same way as Carl wants us to write letters. It'd be way more simpler. Like there'd be less, you know. Right. It'd be to the point, shorts, you know, none of this fluffy, fluffy, not fluffy, but I mean all this extra stuff that you don't need. Instead of adding all this emotion that that can be uh, yeah. missed. Or the reason behind your request, or your, your the reason behind your another uh, request, but the requirements. You know, if you require something, just require it. You're done. You don't require because I've got up at 9 o'clock this morning and my cat jumped off me and blah, 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 and all this drama and your request or you're requiring, you know, that he pours you a cup of coffee. Well, just require it, he pours you a cup of coffee and you're done. Good point. You know, you you know, you know, don't add. Because sometimes you read on, like, you read on Skype and 90% of what it's written, you could erase and just, you know, you could read 10% and have the same story. Because you don't need all the extra stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Leo. That, that's some good points for us to remember on Skype. <laughs> but the re- <laughs> but the reason the reason I called in was not for that because while I was waiting to say something, <laughs> the uh, texting thing came up. But in the past week, I I did something which I think will help uh, everybody. Well, I don't know if I'll help everybody, but it, it helped me a lot. I came up with an idea, to, a way to teach my kids oh, yeah. uh, common law, and I'm thinking of writing children's books. Well, I was first thinking of writing one children's book, oh, cool. uh, but what it came up to be is uh, I'll probably write a series of books, but like uh, the books will all have the main title will be like let's say Carl's Law, like you know Carl Lanther, mm-hmm. Carl apostrophe S Law, and then. The subtitle of the first book might be Carl's Law, subtitle property. And then the, the, the subtitle of the second children's book would be Carl's Law, subtitle robbery. 
and I have like 26 of these, so then I'd have like property, robbery, uh, theft, harm, loss, injury, breach of contract, breach of enclosure, wrong. So it would be like Carl's Law would be the title, and then wrong would be the subtitle. And, or, and then the trespass, extortion and threat, uh, rights, uh, left alone, not bound, claim, uh, where is the man or woman who claims I do wrong. That would be like one subtitle. And then the, the plaintiff has to appear. I require property post haste. Uh, order would be one, like a, a subtitle would be order of, of, of uh, one of the children's books. And then one subtitle would be require. And then I, a man, would be another subtitle, debt, like, uh, you know, if you owe money, debt. I'm just repeating that because I have a, a French accent, so you guys want to pick that up. And then uh, yeah. larceny, larceny would be one of them. And then uh, uh, for a children's book, these last two would be more difficult, but rape might be one, murder might be another one, yeah. but they, they might not be. Uh, it's just uh, what I was thinking is uh, even as a, I'm thinking of stories, or not stories, but of little scenes that could put together to explain each one of these topics, or each one of these uh, concepts, I guess you could say. So, you know, for property, it would be as simple as uh, uh, something to align that I made the whistle with my own hands, so it's, therefore it's, it's my property. But I, I would expand on that, right? If the child or the whatever in the book uh, make something with their own hands and, and you kind of build that kind of story, then that is their property and nobody can claim that property, right? And then I would, you know, go go through all those and, and, and just have a simple story to explain that, that word or that concept. Oh, excuse me, um, Leo? No, yeah. Yeah, darling, have you, uh, uh, have you um, read any, any of um, the books that... Carl refers to Uncle Remus. No. Okay. Well, you know. Well, you know. Gus refers them. You know, and about it's uh, it's about this guy. You know, he's he's called Uncle. Re- they all the kids called him Uncle Remus, and he was a dark guy. And what he did is he wouldn't actually talk to the children straight off, but he would go and talk to the animals, and he would tell the animals the story. You know, of oh, this is this is this, this is that. So the children who were listening to his stories because he was telling them to the animals, um, you know, they pick up. So what I'm saying is, you could do the same thing, like Uncle's uh, Uncle Carl's law on personal harm, Uncle Carl's yeah. law on personal injury, Uncle Carl's law on, you know, loss to property, Uncle Carl's law on. You know, and it would be great and do it colourful and, yeah. And I, you know what, I, I know I, Carl actually spoke to me about this and I know that that's what he wanted to do. Oh, really? Okay, good. Yeah, because I'm not, I, like, I, what, what I, I thought it'd be easy when I started about a week ago, but even to come up to really understand a concept and try to come up with a story, it's very difficult uh so it's not ambiguous or, or, you know, to make sure that the story really reflects that concept. It, it seems uh, it's way, um, well, it's way I more reckon, complex. I reckon, yeah, I reckon if you put it towards Carl and Carl can give you some ideas and if you've got time to write it because Carl hasn't, you know, 
um, and he, you know, um, Uncle Carl's Law on, and maybe you might want to grab an Uncle Remus book or something and just see how so he does it. How how do you spell that? That's Uncle. Could could, could you type that up? For the, um, I'm just thinking with your accent, I, Uncle Remus oh, or whatever. Uh, yeah, I Gus Gus talks about it. I think it's R E M U S. Oh okay. Oh, just let me Google it. Let me let me Google it, um, and I'll just make sure I've got the wording right. Uncle Uncle Remus books. Yeah, Uncle. Yeah, R E M U S. The Uncle okay. Remus bookstore. Okay, so there's an Uncle Remus bookstore. Oh. Um, and is, 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 is and, and, and and that's a children's book that Uncle it Remus is. or. It oh, okay. is children's books, okay, yes, mm. yes. And uh, Gus said they're absolutely amazing. Um, um, the Complete Tales of Uncle Remus is on Amazon.com for twenty four fifty. Oh, okay. This is the definitive modern Uncle Remus. Okay, so Complete Tales of Uncle Remus. Um, and then... Uh, you know, the more tales of Uncle Remus, further adventures of Briar Rabbit, his friends, enemies and others. Um, the tales of Uncle... Oh, I don't know if that's the same one. So, so so, maybe I don't have to write any books. I could, uh, All I have to do is read these books to my kids then. <laughs> well, you have to get the right one. I, Gus has mentioned it. And he has, if you have a look on his website, he has probably, um, he's probably got, because he does, he does talk about Uncle Remus, uh, Gus does. And you know what's amazing? I was at the dog park yesterday and this woman, this woman bought in a pure red cattle dog, little, seven weeks old it was. And what's its name? His name is Gus. <laughs> Yeah, yep, and it's actually got his name on his little tag, and I went, oh my gosh, I just got to get a photo of it. So I've got, I've got a, I've got a photo of of Gus, you know, the little red cattle dog. Yeah, and um, I took a photo of it. I'm just trying to find the right cord to download the picture, so then I can send it to Gus. It's kind of, it's so cute. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What, what, but yeah, what, what, but um, Carl, sorry, Carl was telling me that he would like to have children's books, you know, for children to understand with little pop-ups and everything, you know, and yeah, I thought that would be yeah, yeah. so awesome. Because I'm finding it difficult, well, not, well, I guess I'm finding it difficult to teach my kids, right, the, these concepts without, you know, keeping it, you know, uh, at, at their level, right? Yeah, but I reckon if you could go and spend some time with Carl or see him or just have a chat to him and just say, look, can we do this together? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then and it'll be Uncle Uncle Carl's, because you said that's what you're going to call it, you know, and you can call it Uncle Carl's, Uncle Carl's Law. You know, you could call it Uncle Carl's Law or Uncle Carl's Common Law and then... <laughs> You know, just put you know um, a property or something. You know that that sounds awesome, sounds fantastic. What a great way to teach our children their rights. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, that's no, a uh, my my kids. It's it's kind of funny. My daughter, uh, my oldest daughter, is five, and she's already telling me that uh, when she gets her house, she's gonna have her own rules in her own house. And when I go visit her, I'm gonna follow her rules. <laughs> I always tell her, it's my house, it's my rules. <laughs> so she follows them. But she's already planning on buying a house, and sometimes she'll ask me for money because she's you know she can't wait to buy her own house to give me rules. Yeah, so, so are your children going, when you ask them to do the dishes, do they, do they turn around to you and say, is that an order? Because my <laughs> Not, <kids> yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. <That's funny. laughs> yeah. But I can order my them around. I go, go and do the washing up, and they say, is that an order? I require yeah. fair and just compensation if it is. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I can give them an order without compensation, but no other man can, right? Yeah. Because I, I, I have title over them. Yeah. And you know what it, what, I, what I have found with my children, and I've raised four of them, um, I'm so happy that as soon as they could reach the sink, they learned how to turn on a tap. I, I tell them, I'm teaching them. I'm, I'm training them. As soon as they could learn how to run the washing machine or the dishwasher or uh, run a chainsaw or whatever... I'm their teacher. You know, I'm not giving them orders. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching them. I'm, I'm helping them. They're, they're getting free training. You know, there's a difference with a parent, a mother and a father, and the, and the love that's, that's put into a family. You know, you're teaching them. It's, it's um, you know, but if someone else, you know, outside of your family or outside of someone that loves you, you know, so I'm so glad, like, I had three boys, and my boys can do their own laundry. <laughs> Thank God. You know, so, uh, yeah, there, there's a bit of a difference. <laughs> so they throw that in. Yeah, as soon as they could reach a tap, they learned how to turn it on and how to run it. And, uh, you know, you know, if I've got a problem with my car... Um, they know how to fix it, or you know, if I got a problem with my house or whatever, um, they'll be more than anxious to to help help me fix it. So there's a bit of a difference when it comes to family and and loved ones, you know. You know, but yeah, you do have, and, and they do, you know, and they do listen when when someone's going to do them harm, they will listen to you when you're honest with them and you teach them the truth right from the beginning. And you say, well, you know, for example, you know, there's no such thing as Santa Claus. That's my opinion. And uh, you tell them the truth. And they, and they learn these things. Um, they believe you. They trust you. So it's it's all about love, eh? It's all about love and, love and trust and truth. And I think your your idea about these books, Leo, are, are wonderful. I think it's a great idea, you know. And you know what? <clears throat> it scares me. It scares me in a way because um, how many men and women on the, on this call, or you know, are, around the world, have heard of say Kevin Trudeau? Okay, Kevin Trudeau taught uh, you know speed reading and um, you know um, natural cures and preventives for disease. And uh, you know he's apparently uh, I. The last I heard of him, and of course he's thrown in jail. So we have to be very cautious 
both things that we're, we're teaching and spreading, we we have to really be aware of uh, you know what what we're doing. So we got to be really cautious. It's kind of scary when you you're trying to teach the truth. Uh, yeah, no, Leo. I think you've got a wonderful idea, and uh, I think it's great. And this is what we need to do. We need to be teaching our young ones. You know, like there's no benefit keeping it to ourselves and not sharing it. Yeah. So, thank you, Leo, for those comments. Yeah. No. Go yeah, on. because I just I, I just googled this uh, Uncle uh, Remus or, or whatever. And uh yeah, there's a whole bunch of books on uh on Amazon you can get. But I have no clue which one to get. <laughs> yeah, so it I just gave the it's got even Uncle Remus there and it's on Wikipedia and Uncle Remus is a fictional character. Uncle Remus is a collection of animal stories, songs and oral folklore collected from southern United States and African Americans. Many of the stories are didactic di- or something. Um, so Uncle Remus is a kindly old former slave who serves as a storytelling device passing on folklores to children that are gathered around him. So, yeah. And um, but Gus, Gus has read them. And um, he, he, just, he just loves them. You know, so um, yeah. So if you talk to Gus, have it have a talk to him about it as well. Yeah. One one thing I was uh, I just wanted to comment, Janine. Uh, you wrote like in the text here, Uncle's uh, or Uncle Carl's law on personal harm, Uncle's law on personal injury. I would get rid of the word personal because because oh. uh, you're diminishing the harm, right? Because what if like it's just harm, injury. Like it's never personal harm or personal injury, or or it's never right to property. It's just property, right? Um, hang on, I'll just go back to him. What what Carl has said, and I will. I've got it here. Because it, this, ah, this is because you don't want to add, um, you know, right to property or personal harm. Yeah, I no. This is just in his first. This is uh, 42 minutes and 30 seconds into his very claim one page. Um, should fit in here. He's oops, not that. I've got I've got heaps of stuff going at the moment. Okay, no, he he just mentioned that you don't need to put it in, but he's just got that. I'll have to take a look at this There you go. I'll just put that in. It's it's just for our benefit. This. Okay. That, oh yeah. No. Oh no. I know. I realize that. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. Because um, probably not very many people will read the text or the the, the chat. But this. But yeah, it's, but, but for me, I'm children. I'm thinking I like I would keep them as short as possible. The subtitles or the yeah subtitles. That sounds great. Uncle Carl's law on harm. Uncle Carl's law on injury. Uncle Carl's law on yeah. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, because the 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 uh, harm. Is, is always to the person. Normally, like, you, you harm the person or the man or the woman. And injury, it's injury to, normally, it's the property, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the loss, it's financial or it's money, right? Or it's... Yes, and that's what I got in my letter. Have a nice, Sonia. 
Yes, you do. Yes. Very, very good. <clears throat> and this is what I, I need to get down to, you know, the difference between harm, loss, and injury. Uh, yeah, that's what I what I wish to learn also. Yeah, that's, and from, that's, from, thank you. Yeah, and, for, thank you. and from what I understand, when you we don't use the word personal because personal is uh, to the person, right? Mm-hmm. We're not the person. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. never have personal uh-huh. harm. We have harm, right? right. right. That's like so saying uh, statutory. it's a ma- manual point. harm or manual injury or whatever. Statutory. Like I, I don't think I'd ever use the personal word, like the word. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's that's a good point. I think I think Carl did that to stipulate what it was meaning to. Yeah, but yeah, good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that before. So, Leo, can I ask you a question, please? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How do you feel about the word private? Yeah, yeah, pri- private's okay. Because uh, you try to, to deal with everything in private before you have to, to bring it out to the public, right? Before you bring it out to a public courthouse. So it's, it's, it's different than personal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you got not a the private side and then the public side, right? Right. Okay, no, just one, just trying to, yeah. And that would be a good point to to, to tell the uh, judge is I tried to, we, I, you know, I tried to work on this on the private side or privately, and, you know, this person never, you know, refused all my offers or whatever, and that's why we're in the public courthouse now. Right. Because he's, because this other guy's in dishonor. I tried to settle in private, right? Right. With the, and and these twenty letters prove that. Thank you, thank you. Okay. No, well, I hope your your idea goes well with the books, Leo. I, I think you're you're a very ambitious uh, young man, and I think that's it's. I'm not young. Very good. <laughs> well, see, like I said. See, here we go with the, the taxing and stuff. Yeah, I think of everybody as young. If they, um, they they got a young voice, they're all young. You're young. Yes, you are. And we've got a long, <laughs> long ways to go. Anyway, no, I thank you for sharing your ideas and things like that. I think uh, that's a great idea is because we have to reach our children, our young ones. And mine are not so young anymore either. You know, I, I've got uh, them going from, I've got my youngest is 24, and my oldest is 40-something. And, um, yeah, so they're, and, and they, they're they learning it over the years, too. But it's going to take time, eh? It's going to take a lot of time to teach our, our babies, you know, uh, you know, a different type of law, a different, different type of um, morals, morals, and yeah, it's it's there's a big twist happening now, big twist, big twist. Yeah, I, I I'm ahead of the curve because my oldest is five and my youngest is still one. So. Wow, yeah, super, <laughs> wonderful. That's so I can teach them bad stuff or good stuff, or you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm presuming it'll be good stuff. <laughs> I'm sure it will. <clears throat> oh, that's wonderful. It's exciting, yeah. It's it's ex- 
exciting when you when you start having grandchildren. That, that's even exciting too. It's a whole new stage in life. You know, very very new. And uh, but but I think some of these children's books, if you give them to a fifty year old adult that has never listened to Carl, they'd probably scratch their head and. You know, when when you because these concepts are so simple, uh, but if someone has never listened to Carl or never into the common law stuff, uh, you know, I want to make it so an adult can read and say, "Oh yeah, that makes sense, right?" You know, that is property or that is right. Yeah, that that's a great point too because you do you do want to make it so. Not only children can understand it, because, you know, when you sit down and you read a book like, um, say, like when I was young, uh, you would read uh, something like Green Eggs and Ham. And I think, what the heck does that mean, Green Eggs and Ham? And the book never made sense to me. It was just just a freaking storybook, but it made no sense. Does anybody else make any sense out of that book? Green eggs and ham? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not I. Not I. <laughs> I don't think I've ever read that book. <laughs> yeah. Well, try to imagine. Green eggs and ham. And uh, to me, some stupid, stupid uh, books out there that uh, just didn't make any sense. And yet, we was, this is what we were learning how to read. We were learning how to read, you know, just A, B, C, Ds, and um, stuff that, you know, that didn't make sense. Would you like green eggs and ham? Do you like green eggs and hams? I would like green eggs and hams. Why don't you like green eggs and ham? And you're thinking, holy. So that must be like a type of propaganda or a type of brainwashing or a type of dumbing down or something. Check Check it out. Check it out on oh, yeah. the internet sometime. Just check out Green Eggs and Ham by by some sort of man that was supposed to be a writer. Green Eggs and Ham. Think of Green Eggs, and uh, you'll find them. But uh, all of his books, all of his books were senseless to me. And I'm thinking, why are we reading this stuff? You know, it doesn't make sense. Um we're supposed to be learning our ABCs and this is, you know, just doesn't make sense. This is like a best-selling and critically acclaimed children's book, Green yeah. Eggs and Ham. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was a children's book. Yeah, um, yeah, Leo, check it out sometime. And absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. <laughs> anyway, no, what, what you're... Your idea is wonderful. Yeah, and if there's any way that we can support you, yeah, you know, um, you know, like nobody likes to think about money here. You know, um, I, I don't either. You know, especially with uh, dealing with children's aid and children and stuff like that. But you know, there, there, you know, when I think about it, there, there is a way of making money. You know, um. In an honest, it's a sincere way of, of teaching other people, you know, just like everybody else is doing. Like you say, you know, making books and, and selling books, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive. You know, there is a way of teaching the truth and yet 
living, you know, whether you have seminars like, like Carl's doing nowadays, he, you know, he's traveling the world, and that's wonderful. He's traveling the world, and he, and he expects to get paid, you know, to go by airplane or, 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 or automobile or whatever way he's going. Yeah, there are, there are ways of making a living of teaching the truth. And, um, you know, just a thought, just an idea. I haven't thought of anything. I don't have anything in mind, but I think um, books are a great idea, you know, to be able to teach young men and women, um, you know, the truth about life, you know, property, you know, something that you've created that is your own, um, you know, and if someone takes it, that's your property. It's whatever, whatever you think about your book. But, yeah, no, there, there are ways of, of making a living uh, teaching the truth um, because I think everybody believes that whatever they're doing in life is is truthful and honest, you know, like a nurse or a doctor, whatever. They're teaching the truth or they're trying to take care and help other people so they make a living doing it. And, uh, you know, maybe there's a way also with the... With you know, uh, the truth of, of law, common law, and, you know, who knows? I don't know. I haven't thought of it yet, but just an idea. And uh, uh, people, you know, people will pay for that information, you know, will pay for books and, and tapes and, and uh, you know, the truth. I don't know. Am I out of line? No, no, my my uh, my um, uh, my goal—not my goal, but my uh, the reason, I guess you could say, of coming up with this idea was to teach my kids. You know, now if it goes to uh, publish children's book, then that's fine. But I I was thinking of just like, you know, uh, even though it's PDF or whatever, just a, a tool for it to read to the kids, right? Bedtime mm-hmm. stories, children's book, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, you know, when I think about it, you know, like I've thought about the the time that that I'm sure we all have, like Mike and Gus and and Vitell and everyone, and like yourself, Leo too. You know that we all spend so much time trying to help each other, and 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 it's wonderful, you know. But we we live in a system, we live in a world where we have to have the that almighty dollar to, you know, to to buy, you know, the grain, whatever, to produce a food or whatever. We, we need that almighty buck. So if, if there was a way, you know, to to exchange, you know, to exchange, um, you know, our services basically for each other and, and to help each other, um, that would be wonderful, you know, not, not to... Not to, you know, um, you know, take advantage of, not to take advantage of our man or or our woman friend, sort of thing. But if we could exchange, like I had, um, I must say here, I'll tell you a little story. Al, Al King and his wife Maureen from British Columbia, we get talking about wheatgrass. And I said, oh, I'd love to have some wheatgrass because I've heard so much about it, you know. And uh, and to make a long story short, they actually send me, oh, it's got to be about 
two and a half pounds of, um, of seed of organic wheatgrass. And actually, Al King, I, he just dropped in a little while ago. And that was probably maybe a year ago that they sent me this. And, um, you know, we just kind of exchanged thoughts and ideas and stuff. And they sent me this stuff, and, and I was so grateful because I'm trying to go organic like uh, like a lot of men and women are here too because we know all about Monsanto and GMOs and stuff like that. And I thought, well, gee, what, what can I do? You know, what can I give them back, you know? You uh, you appreciate that, and you try and think of what you can do then back. But um, you know we we have to have exchange of, of some sort nowadays. So you know whether it be the you know the 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 ferns or whatever nowadays. Um, you know we we do have to survive and live somehow. So even in, like I was thinking these books that you're writing, Leo. Like <clears throat> I'm sure if you you made some books, Leo, that your friends here, you know, uh, would, yeah, grab some books and buy some books. If you, if you made them up, we would say, yeah, I'll give you whatever, a few bucks, and I'll take them for my grandchildren. I would take some for my grandchildren. I know I would. So, um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> but I think I think our market is so small. Like, the percentage of people that, that uh, follow common law is very small, like there's, you know, it seems like 90, 99% of the people, uh, something happens, first thing they do is they phone the cops or they phone the government or they get a lawyer and they, they do it all the legalese way, right? Yeah, they do. So those people would probably never buy a children's book, uh, Common Law, for their children. They'll buy like a legalese book, mm-hmm. children's book. You know what I mean? Like a propaganda book. But we would... So, Leo? No, no, I know. Our group would, but then it's not something like you wouldn't publish a book to sell ten books. <laughs> no, <laughs> or I know. Books. No, I hear you. No, I hear but, you. But oh yeah, like I'm planning on on sharing it, but it would be probably like sharing it through Skype or stuff like that. Stories, so then like I can use those stories with their children. Yeah, well, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great idea, and you know. Since you have a website, you know, um, we could say, oh, Leo, I'd love to have that book for my grandson. Can you give it to me and I can print it off of my printer and uh, I'll throw you 10 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever. And uh, because you've, you've, you've taken out time to do that. And, um, you know, we could, all, we could all, you know, actually, you know, we could all, with our thoughts and our, de- our, our ideas and stuff, you know, we could make a, a couple of dollars here and there uh, sharing and exchanging somehow. You know, maybe it could be, well, Leo, um, you live next door to me. I, I'm sorry, I can't afford 10 bucks right now, but I'll, I'll give you, a, um, you know, a box of uh, relish that I made up, you know, um, whatever. Um, just yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just thought of something else. We can't call them children's book. We have to call them property books. There we go. Yes, children. Yes, okay. There, okay. Yeah, we can't use the word children. Okay, good idea. True. Yep. Children, because that's uh, statutory. <laughs> good. Property books. Yeah. So, in, in, in 10 days from now, uh, 
you're expecting to get uh, all those contracts that your daughter signed, right? Well, I hope so. Leon, let, yeah. let's look, I've got my calendar right in front of me here. What? So in, in 10 days, I guess you could always write a second letter if you haven't received nothing. And just uh, it's just a letter saying, uh, I wrote to you on such and such date, see enclosed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I, I still have not heard from you or, you know, those aren't the exact words, but I still haven't, uh, I've, I haven't had an answer or I haven't had a, uh, I didn't get your, you know, I haven't received or haven't gotten anything from you mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. or as of this date. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that makes sure that they, if they claim that they did send you all the contracts, like if you, if you bring them to court now, they can claim, oh, I did send her all the contract, but if they get a second letter from you saying that as of this date you haven't received anything, then they can't lie and say they did send you something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, Thank you, Leo. I'm, I'm just looking just, at my... Just make sure you follow up on your letters. Thank you. I'm just looking at my my little booklet here that I have specifically for this case, if you want to call it that. Uh, request for contacts... Uh, contract September the 15th so now I'm looking at my calendar on the computer so that was Tuesday today's the 18th correct yeah okay yeah so by next Friday it would be 10 days Mm -hmm. so then you'd go like like Friday like in one week it would be Friday Mm -hmm. so either that Friday or the Monday if you haven't received anything then, then you can write another letter on the 25th or the 28th Mm-hmm. Okay, right, Leo, and I've got this. Yeah. The thing I've, is, it shows that if you don't write, if you don't get nothing, you don't write the letter. They say, "Ah, oh, we got a letter from her," and she goes away. But if if you send a letter, they don't reply or they don't respond. And ten days later, they receive another letter, and then they're like, "Oh, she's not letting go," right? Right. Thank you. Yeah, and and I will do that. I'm keeping an eye on this this calendar, and um, and and I'll probably come to you if you don't mind. And Eric's been a wonderful help, and ma- many have been uh, help. And when it comes time to writing the next letter and sending a copy of this one back, I just want to make sure that uh, I'm comfortable with what my friends agree with. Okay, here's the letter I send back. Saying, um, well, uh, um, I haven't received the letter back. Now, I actually have the woman's name. Um, she was very nice. Like it, um, I don't know if I told you, Leo. I actually spoke with this woman on the phone. It was just kind of by accident that uh, I, I was looking for a head. I was looking for a head to send sending letters. And she actually called me back saying, "Oh, you're looking for our head?" And I said, "Yeah." And uh, what do you look for? And I said, well, you know, now that we're talking, uh, if I could get some copy of uh, contract, she said, oh, sure, no problem. So it just kind of, things could just kind of went a little differently. But anyway, did, did, did you record that telephone conversation? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Because it, it is, in, uh, like, it's in, probably important to never talk to them on the phone. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Because there's a, they'll always uh, yeah. change what you've said. 
And even yeah. though it's recorded, if you do have to talk on the phone for whatever I don't know what reason, but then make sure it's recorded so you can go back and see what they've said. And you can always, if they say something that's extortion or whatever, you can always write a letter saying, in a, in a recorded telephone conversation, yeah. you state it and then you quote them exactly. If mm-hmm. they don't rebut it, then it's buried. Thank you, Leo. But, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I have this, uh, you know, technology, <clears throat> and I'm not young. And uh, actually, I, I believe that I just emptied. I have a, I think I have a very good recorder, and I think I, I think I just emptied it on my computer. And uh, you know, life just keeps us so darn busy. And I, so I think I emptied my recorder, and I have a very complicated recorder. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I've got to get to this recorder and do this recording. I've got a lot of recordings from Children's Aid Society. I've got a lot of recordings from um, um, the lawyers from these these last past few years of these issues that we I've got tons of recordings, but I have to organize and sort them out. And uh, but yeah, I do have a nice recorder, and I think I just emptied it. But no, I'm sorry, I didn't get a recording of this last call. But this woman was very, very nice. But anyway, I know that doesn't mean anything. Nice is not a good word to use. But anyway, no, so I did get that sent out September the 15th. And um, I will keep following up on it. Thank you, Leo, for your encouragement. Now, Eric also, Eric's a little push here on the other end. He's saying, oh, Sonia, well, you you don't care about their contracts just send a letter and rescind them. Just say, I don't care what contracts, basically. Uh, rescind them all. But I know, Leo, out of respect that you want to help me, thank you very much, my friend. You want to see them because you want to see whether I've, you know, my daughter has, you know, signed something that, you know, uh, maybe maybe may, may cause us real problems. So um, I do want. Um, I am trying to get all these contracts together, and uh, but in the meantime, I'm almost, you know, I'm, I'm so tempted to just write this letter and say I do rescind um, all. This is what I'm going to get my daughter to do. I do rescind uh, all and any contracts, any and all contracts, with regards to my signature. As I, um, as I believe, whatever I don't even know what I'm going to put yet. As I, as I know, or as I believe that these contracts are causing harm, uh, so that one would be a, a letter that we're going to send is rescinding first before we even think about um, asking for a return of property. It would be a letter of rescinding all contracts first. Oh yeah, yeah you can it. It. You can, but but ha- yeah, you you can do you can do both at the same time. It doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, I'm expecting these these. I'm oh, expecting, by next Friday. Yeah, I'm expecting these um, these letters back, and I'm going to pursue it. I'm going to pursue it, and even though even if I wanted to say this is the weekend, and this is what I was thinking about this weekend working on is actually writing up a letter of 
rescinding of the contracts. Okay, now I've asked for the contracts. Okay, I sent them out on the 15th, which was Tuesday. Okay, today's Friday. So by the weekend and by Monday, what I would like to do is um, have a letter and send a letter out to them rescinding all and any contracts um, that uh, bind you and I or whatever, whatever words I want to put. By Monday, I would like, I would like, I'm thinking about that. I would like to have a, a letter rescinding all contracts binding um, Children's Aid Society and I. Because, like I say, there's more than one. There's more than one worker. So how can you say, you know, I want to rescind this contract and that contract and that contract? So basically, what I wanted to do or what I'm thinking of doing is sending a contract to the head man, okay, to the man. His name's Steve. He's the director of the supervisors, and I and I would send a letter to him, saying, uh, you know, greeting Steve. I want to, you know, um, okay, I'm getting mixed up. Sorry, I got too many things on my mind. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, back up, Sonia. Okay, I've sent the letter out. Requiring all contracts. Now I want to send a letter out on Monday um, rescinding all contracts. That's my goal. Make any sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think think probably just use the word any. Because any includes all, right? Oh, so I don't have to say any and all. You're right. Okay. Rescind any contract. Thank so you. So you're, you're saying... Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, because any, like, it's just... like uh, I think any, I cut as, I, I, I cut as many words as possible. Any covers it. I think so. I could be wrong, but I think any covers it because it's like saying, let's say you have uh, uh, a box, a box of apples, and you say, "Well, I rescind any apple." Well, okay, but I rescind any and all. Like, yeah, does, is any inclusive? Everything? I think so. Thank you, Leah. That that makes total sense. Yeah. Thank you. Any. Okay. See, I rescind any. And all, and all the red ones, and the ones with the stems, and the ones with the skin, and the ones that are white inside. <laughs> like, okay. I don't know, just any, I think. I rescind, okay, um, I've actually got my book in front of me here, so I'm... Or you could say, I rescind all, any, and the ones that are written on paper, and have ink, and typed up on a computer, and right, right but right. but I mean, really, any is. Okay. Is all. You're right. Thank I'm you. just being funny, but no, but <laughs> make a point. <laughs> no, I, Leo, you're you're absolutely correct because yeah. guest five was on here before, a uh, very knowledgeable um, man or woman, and um, they said any. They said exactly the same thing because I said all contracts, and they said no any. 
Um, and uh, you, you've also stated that, so uh, you know that's um, you know. So there, here's two men or, or man or woman that that knows what they're talking about have said the same thing: rescind any contract because it means the same as any or all. Okay, friends. Before um, before I don't know, it's 11:40 here on the land that I'm on, the beautiful village of Halliburton. And um, before um, our show shuts down, if I could read this, uh, what I have written here from all the information that my lovely friends have shared with me, um, and then maybe you can toss around uh, what you think and um, take it from there, and I can work on this letter for Monday uh, for a registered letter which I I will send out Monday. I'm really trying to get it together here. So anyway, what I have... um, Now, I'm not sure uh, whether I should put it as a notice or whether to just send it greetings. It's a letter. A a notice goes to court and a letter goes to a man, right? Okay. It's a letter. It's not, it's not a notice. Thank you. Okay, I'll erase that real quick here and put letter. Uh, and this letter will be going to Steve and his last name. Okay. Greetings, Steve. At one time, I believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with the Children's Aid Society. The contract causes harm to I. I rescind any contracts. I no longer require your services. Date and signed. Do you want me to read it again? Um, Greetings, Steve. At one time, I believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with the Children's Aid Society. The contract has caused harm to I. I rescind any contracts. I no longer require your services. And I could say thank you, I guess, to be polite. And date and signed. Thank you, Blunt. time I believed it was a benefit to enter a contract with the Children's Aid Society. See, the, per- the only reason I'm putting the children... Now, what I would like to do, what I would like to do is I would like to send a few of these letters out. Here's the spunky part of me coming out. I would like to send a letter also to the woman um, that negotiated um, this plan. It was the woman that came to my daughter's house and says... Um, we're canceling a contract, we're canceling the contract, and we're going to keep your children, and we're going to make them a ward of the court for the purpose of adoption. Yeah, and, and, and all they did is they followed the previous contract that the daughter had signed, because in that contract it stated that any party can uh, can cancel that contract. So they're just following the law. 
You're right, Leo. Thank right? you. Right. So yes, that's that's right. one reason I want to see all the contracts that you you or your daughter sign yeah. is because uh, it sounds sometimes like you're complaining about what they're doing. Yeah. But it look but when you read those two or three contracts that you sent me, it's like they're following the law that you gave them. Exactly. Right? So it'd be, it's pretty, you know, I don't want to be rude, but don't complain about something you give to them. Uh, right? I agree. Like, I agree. Like, and, and, and then don't write a letter to this woman saying, you know, oh, you, 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 uh, you killed the contract, blah, blah, blah. But your daughter had signed that she was able to kill the contract within six months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't complain about that because now you sound like a child complaining to mommy. Oh, you took the cookie away from me. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if you're going to complain like that, you're going to lose the game. Okay. No, I, okay. I, I, understand. So, I understand, Leo, what you're saying. Yes, totally. I do. I do. Now that I've seen these contracts and now that I've sent them to you and now that, now that I'm, I've actually looked them over and I'm thinking, okay, it says right there, that either one of us can kill this contract whenever we want, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, they did nothing wrong. Yeah, no. So don't blame them for doing something wrong. And you can't say, oh, you did it wrong there, because they didn't do nothing wrong. Okay, Okay, right. They said that they could kill the contract any time that they want. But then they never but then they never gave another contract to say what they were gonna do. They just did whatever they wanted to do. Is that correct? No, because they uh, the daughter the whole way through was giving them permission to do everything that they were doing. At no okay. at no time did anybody not sign a contract to give them authority. Yeah, well, she thought it was a benefit. She realizes now that it is not, and she right, wants to right. rescind the no, no, contract. That's why, yeah. exactly. But, don't, <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is don't complain about what they did when you no. gave them all the authority, right? Like right no, now, what, what, what I'm saying now is like what it sounded like. I, I couldn't assert Sonia, but she said she wants to write, write a bunch of letters to these people who did this to her and that and that, but really those people didn't do anything wrong to them yet. Because you haven't rescinded the contract, and you were giving them permission to do all this stuff. Okay, well, right. I'm, so I'm don't good. don't look at it as they were bad people. Oh no. You were just giving them all permission to do all. You were giving them permission to walk on you. Mm. Now don't complain. They walked on you because you. It's like me laying on the ground and telling my kids, "Yeah, come and jump on me." <laughs> and then I'm not gonna blame them a year later, saying, "Well, you jumped on me a year ago." While I. I told you you could jump on me. You could walk all over me. So they walked all over you. Mm-hmm. Now you woken up, or your daughter woken up, whatever. Now you're going to rescind the contract. You're going to say from you know post haste. I need. I require my property. Now if they walk on you, well, now they're going to do wrong. Now if if after you rescind and all that, right? But so far they haven't done really. Well, they've done wrong, but I mean. Yeah, no, no, uh, Leo, no, I, uh, all these ideas that we can put together and just, you know, uh, cement them together, uh, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm just sorting it out. No, there's just... And I think, like, one, one, uh, not one step at a time, but 
keep keep your process simple, eh? Yeah, yeah. You know, because right, okay, that's well, why I'm jumping on you. Like, you know, when you said I want to write letters to uh, a bunch okay. of people, what? Well, that's yeah. going to confuse the process, right? Or, okay. or make, you know, okay. muddy the waters kind of thing. This, this, so just keep your process straight. So if you ever have to bring this to a jury or to a judge and, or a trial by jury, you can have a chronological order chronological order of your letters. And, it's, you know, you talk to, to Bob. And then 10 days later, you talk to Bob again. And 10 days later, and then you just, so then now you went to Bob's boss. And then, then, then you talk to him two times. And, then, and now... I've tried to With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.